0: you'll live, Smitty. You're the tripwire of a mine. They're not designed to kill you.
1: Just to castrate you.
2: Castrate me? Hey, here it is. I found it. Oh, my God. Just one of your balls, Smitty. You can live without it. That's why they gave you two. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome.
1: bad?
0: Welcome. To Cinemigos, a podcast all about expanding the cinematic horizons of its hosts, John.
1: Okay, sir, you're a Lebowski, I'm a
3: Lebowski, that's terrific.
0: Rob. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? And Hydroburn.
1: What country are you from? What
0: what? What, what? what ain't no country
1: I ever heard of? They speak English and what?
2: Welcome to Cinemigos, the podcast all about expanding cinematic horizons. I'm your host, the cinematic archaeologist, Rob, and today we're storming the beach with my pick, the Big Red One from 1980, directed by Samuel Fuller. But first, let's enlist the rest of the cast in. Heidelberg, are you ready for battle, buddy? Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> sir, yes, sir.
2: And the Kinetic Onslaught. John, are you locked and loaded? Oh, yes,
3: yeah, sir. Uh, ready, sir.
2: uh yeah we're gonna be talking about uh one of my favorite war movies of all time our first war movie on on the cinemigos uh samuel fuller's the big red one starring lee marvin mark hamill robert carradine and uh kind of just a a cast of you know people that are not really very familiar uh, to us and you know, if you're expecting a movie like Saving Private Ryan or anything like that, it's not that type of film. Uh, this is more of a raw kind of getting to the heart of like what war is for people, uh, people who are in it. And Samuel Fuller, who is a World War II veteran, he this is essentially a semi autobiographical film talking about his experience in World War II and the people that he was with and. Uh, so that's kind of like the film that we're gonna be talking about. And Sam Fuller, just to, since this is our first Sam Fuller film, he uh, at a very young age, he became a newspaperman, he was a journalist, he became a book writer, uh, World War II veteran, and then ultimately wrote a bunch of screenplays and ended up directing a bunch of films as well., uh, this is actually one of, I think his penultimate film. I think he only did one more film after this one. And <clears throat> we were talking a few weeks ago about uh, the va- uh, vanishing point and how that's kind of the countercultural movement, one of the, the one of the films of that era. But this director really is he was a counterculture director that was working within the studio system. I mean, when you look at his library of films, they are, go way against the grain of what people would expect. And the people who backed him did. Um, uh you know they they fought for his his vision because his movies are good it's just it's was not what people were wanting to see or hear because he was putting up a mirror to society in a lot of his films and this this one included i think puts a mirror up to what war really is Mm. um have you got? do you guys know anything about sam fuller or had you seen this film before Negative, sir negative
1: so once again uh, a new,
2: new uh new horizons for you guys today um but yeah, I I chose this film because one, I like this director a lot. Uh we've covered him a few of his films on Circle of Jerks, uh, The Steel Helmet, Shock Corridor was another one that we did. And uh I do want to do more of his films. I haven't seen them all, but they're the ones I have seen are really, really good. Um and like I said, I like war movies of all kind of eras and you know, World War II films, World War One, Vietnam, Korean War. Uh, Civil War, uh, any any film that kind of involved with that. I I like to uh, I like to dive into those. Uh, are you guys fans of war films at all? I do
0: like them. Yes, they they can give you a great setting to have, uh, you know, great dramatic moments in a film. You can have action as well and great characters, a variety of different characters. And based on whatever time you want to put it in and whatever conflict, you know, you can do a lot with that um setting so i do yeah i do like war uh movies okay. i don't like war itself but well no i, I for nothing absolutely nothing
2: i is pro war here and yeah so pro war. <laughs> john do you like war movies
3: uh i've pretty much only seen full metal jacket um mm. really i mean i love wow. Full metal jacket it's one of my favorites but that's that's i never I didn't see pearl harbor black hawk down
2: Yeah, pearl harbor sucks, oh you're about to see Fry black hawk down soon so so, you've never seen Saving Private Ryan either? Oh my God. No. Nope. Dude. What? Okay. Uh, that's going on the list because yeah. that, that's another one. That we Rob, have you pick. can grab that one if you want. Yeah.
3: Or what's the other? You know, if oddly enough, actually, you know, I did see Jarhead and that wasn't the biggest oh, fan. I'd like oh. Jarhead, but Jarhead, it's a different uh, kind of
0: film.
2: I had a I had a bad experience like watching Jarhead. I, <laughs> if we ever cover that film, I'll talk yeah. about it. Have you guys fun. ever
0: seen Buffalo Soldier? No. Buffalo Soldiers or whatever. Quaking Phoenix? All right. Ed Harris. So I'm
2: going
1: to that. That yeah. uh, add that So, yeah, that. long
3: story, less long. Uh, I'm I'm really, I, I don't like, I'm not like looking for them. I, I don't mind them when they're on. I mean, I watched this. This was cool. Like I said, I just uh, don't really seek them out, I guess.
0: Yeah.
2: Just not, what, well, not, it's not a genre that you're like, oh, man, mm-hmm. a for War film. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I understand. I get that. Yeah. I think just more of like kind of the. Because I love history and I like when uh, how people like well, different things were portrayed in, in a film concerning, you know, parts of history that I enjoy. And World War II, like there's so many of these films out there. And so, you know, there's a lot of them that kind of it they all kind of feel a little the same. So like when one stands out, uh, like this one to me stood out. That's why I, I chose it. And I, I fell in love with this movie. I I really like that. Because um, this is way different than a lot of them that are out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so,
2: But why don't yeah. we give our uh, patented Heidelberg spoiler warning and we'll give the synopsis and dive into the film.
0: Meow, 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 meow. Spoiler warning.
2: A hardened sergeant and the four core members of his infantry unit try to survive World War II as they move from battle to battle throughout Europe.
0: All right. Yeah.
2: So... uh we uh, we meet our, our characters. Uh, they uh, we have the sergeant played by one of my favorite actors of all time, Lee Marvin. This guy is super cool. Um, he's been in stuff like The Professionals, uh, The Killers, uh, The Dirty Dozen. That's probably the movie that most people know him for is The Dirty Dozen. Uh, and the reason why I came to this film is because when he was uh, talking about The Dirty Dozen, Lee Marvin actually doesn't really like that film he uh because he's like this is not my experience in world war ii and so when he got a chance to do this film he's like yeah this is more of what i went through um
1: dude
3: that's funny because oddly enough that that actor lee marvin i i was trying to figure out where i could put him and it is dirty dozen but i've never seen dirty dozen my grandpa had a shit ton of like dvds right that we would go over and like I said, he had all those old movies. Yep, that's the exact one right there. Mm-hmm. He had that, and uh, I remember just seeing that that DVD cover fucking every weekend for like four years. But we, we never watched it. But oh man! So when I uh, saw that guy's face, I was like, "Where is it?" And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's from that movie that I haven't seen, but I saw the case a hundred times."
0: I had uh, I had never seen this film, but um, I believe I've heard of it and i've also i played the uh call of duty game uh big red one which i can hardly remember uh yeah (laughs) uh a thing about that but it was like call of duty 2 big red one
2: uh yeah and one one thing that was kind of cool about like lee marvin the guys that he plays on film he's usually a tough uh uh, plays the heavy or a tough guy Mm -hmm. but in real life he's actually really nice and he worked with a lot he because he's a big a-list actor and most often it's like, okay, well, I don't have to be on screen that day. I'm, I'm, fuck off. I'm going to go hang out somewhere else. But no, he stayed on, worked with the extras. He spent a lot of time with his co- uh, co-stars and kind of just, um, you know, help them go through their lines. And they, he really worked with them to make it seem very genuine.
0: Yeah, and then um, that helps on the screen too when yeah. they have to act one, you know, alongside one another. So so, that uh, uh
2: One quick thing. Uh, uh, one, last thing about the sergeant the actor that was originally supposed to be playing him was john wayne
0: yeah and i could see that
2: john wayne was was bugging uh the director sam fuller to like i gotta be on this film please let me be on this film he's like i would love to have you but you're not the right person for this because everyone's gonna think that this is this is not a heroic film this is you know they're not this yeah. is not, this is not the right film for you you would be you would be cast incorrectly
1: uh-huh.
2: And when he saw lee marvin it's like that's that's my sergeant right there yeah um yeah and then we obviously we have uh mark hamill as private grip obviously he needs no introduction he's uh you know of star wars fame
3: a little uh, film called star wars
2: uh, yeah i've never heard of it it's you know it's there's no nothing film called star wars that's no moon yeah <laughs> uh robert Carradine as private zab uh, also he's known change.
0: from Revenge of the Nerds,
2: Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is the half brother of David Carradine. Uh, from, I was like, going to ask uh, if there's
0: any. Yeah, he is, he is
2: of the Carradine family. Yeah, wow. that's
3: funny, because that's who I was. I was familiar with the Carradine name, right? hmm. Kept thinking it was that guy from Kill Bill. And yeah. so I was, like, Where it was the f- uh, David
0: Carradine.
2: Uh, uh, Robert Carradine talks about how when he first met uh, Lee Marvin, they were all going off to uh, do uh, um, shooting practice to, you know, to work with the M1s just so they would get a feel for what those weapons were like. Uh, he was just sitting in the, uh, Lee Martin was sitting in the front seat and he said, which one of you is Carradine? And it's like, and he said, t- it's like, oh, that was me. I, I'm, I, that's me. It's like, you it's like, And he was just kind of messing with them just to kind of, to fuck with them. Yeah. It's like, you know, they were, and he's like, why did why did you do that? Like after like they had gotten to know each other. It's like, yours is the only name I recognize.
1: Yeah. So like just with the
2: that's funny. Uh, then we have uh, Bobby the Siccio, uh, Private Vinci. Uh, he was in movies like 1941, um, I Wanna Hold Your Hand, The Philadelphia Experiment, oh, no, stuff like that. No. Uh, we have Kelly Ward as Private Johnson. Uh, he was in Greece. Uh, that was his uh, he was a character in Greece and uh perry lang played private kaiser he was one of the uh one of the few uh replacements that kind of became part of the group and yeah, yeah towards the end so our main characters are really there it's uh the sergeant Griff, zab uh vinci and johnson and the way that these actors they really clung together and the replacements that were coming in and like playing the replacements they weren't like mean to them but it's like they weren't they're like, yeah. oh well, you're only gonna be on set for a few weeks, and so just to be in just that like category.
0: their counterparts in in the movie, yeah, yeah,
2: right. And so it's uh in all in all of the main the what the, were called the four horsemen and the sergeant. These were all aspects of, of Sam Fuller's personality. Uh, this, this is what his daughter said. These are all aspects of my dad's personality. Like, because he was a cartoonist, he was a oh, wow. writer. He was the older guy. He had hemorrhoids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but he was kind of like benchy he was the jokester uh like the sergeant he was he was the older hardened person like mm-hmm. cuz he was in his mid 30s and all these other kids were they were all kids they were like 17 18 year old kids that were at war so it was kind of kind of cool that you get a little bit of aspect of all of the director's personality in these characters
0: That's fine that's Interesting, I like that, and that definitely uh, yeah, that explains the characters a little bit. Um, I like that, I like that little bit of trivia because I didn't know that,
2: yeah. Uh, so I, I listen to a lot of interviews, like it
0: expands bit. the characters a little bit for me, no? yeah. Like when I'm thinking about them, I'm like, okay,
2: yeah. And that's all all the artwork that uh, you know, you see, like Mark Hamill, technically, he's not really drawing it. That was all yeah. artwork that was done by the director, he he the drew it, okay, yeah, huh. Um but yeah, so we start off uh, and we are wartime France. Yeah, wartime France.
0: 1918,
2: uh, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. We're starting off in like uh, it, the sergeant, like he's yeah. a it's it starts off in black and white. Yeah. Uh, it's back in World War One and, uh, and he's behind
0: like enemy lines. Yeah. yeah. And trench. so
2: kind of like it's disorienting and like there's it's this...
0: trampled by a horse. Horse. Yep, And it tramples his gun. It's like comes out of nowhere. There's all this smoke everywhere.
2: Yeah. And all of a sudden he sees this, uh, this German soldier that he's, uh, it's like kind of say, he's saying a whole bunch of stuff. It's like, oh, it's the, uh, we don't know what he's saying. We just say it's in German. And since Lee Marvin doesn't have his rifle, he stabs him uh, Mm -hmm. with his his, uh, bayonet. And apparently like takes off part of his uniform, uh, which we, we find out uh, in A little bit and he makes it back to the trenches meets up with the uh the sergeant that's there yeah and i like
0: that little bit of dialogue with them uh between lee and his comrade or sergeant i guess yeah
2: um that guy was a deal i don't remember his name but that guy was in rambo too really yeah he was the, the 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 bad guy in rambo too that was like the uh the guy that like had set up the uh the mission and kind of fucked over rambo and um uh troutman
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, damn. What's that guy's name? Shit, I can't remember it. There's that sound clip of him.
2: Like, yeah, get you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So with that dialogue is good though because we learned in that that the German soldier we just saw, like Sergeant Kill, was killed four hours after the war had ended. Right. Yeah. See what that kind of means to Lee's character because it does. You do see a little bit of the weight of it on his face. Oh when, yeah. When he learns about it, And I think it's a pretty cool opener. Um, and the them starting black and white and then transferring over to color i thought was pretty cool when we flash forward to november 19th so in the
2: in the reconstruction version because there's two versions the theatrical cut it's all black and white oh
0: yeah why don't you explain yeah what what that is, the re- the so the, it's the same
2: it's the same scene and the reconstruction in this scene but like the the one is bright red and it, it yeah. pops on the black yeah, it's and like white. brown went on the version that i saw yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you said guys saw the theatrical cut, yeah, and uh, but yeah, that was one difference that I noticed where the the red one really pops, and then it fades into like the actual the the symbol the the big red one First Infantry uh Division uh as we mo- move uh move into World War Two, um, and we get uh there's so Zab is our is our narrator because that Zab is really the uh the, the yeah. most like our director so he's the one that's going to be narrating our yeah, well uh, he's the writer
0: right yeah. so yeah yeah he's doing the narrating a little a little bit here and there it's not bad no you i know, don't. Just moved the story along when uh, i heard it i was like damn we've done a couple films now with, like narration
2: in them recently i know <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's in and- because there's a lot of times where that can be used as a crutch and it's because they don't really know how to tell the story a better way Mm -hmm. it's like a lazy tactic for some yeah but i think the films that we've touched on use it in a in a really good way we have um, exactly like the gentleman It fletcher is telling his story through a screenplay that he's trying to hawk on people Mm -hmm. whereas in this one we have zab who isn't author and so he's just writing his experience he's reading his experience of how the war went so it kind of works yeah Yeah, absolutely i I think the greatest example is obviously from goodfellas with um uh ray Liotta's character kind of narrating us through the story Mm -hmm. because he's telling his story
0: yeah so back to uh the big red one after the black and white scene then we transfer over to world war ii where we see that lee's character is still uh he's career military he's still in the service and he's now serving in another war
1: yeah
0: you know
2: i want i wonder about that i don't know if he was if he was a career guy or he just
0: got called back you think or he I went think, back
2: i think he went back uh because but he's pretty he, old
0: man i mean yeah. he's got to be 40s or 50 at this point i feel like because dude that's one of my gripes. So that scene, like the black and white scene of him, like, dude, he's an old man. He's supposed to be like a 22 <laughs> I, year old at that moment. I think, like, yeah. I think they went black and white on purpose just to kind of like, that's
2: why they him. did that. Because you want to have that continuity yeah. <laughs> of the character.
0: <laughs> but they could have got somebody younger to play and then just be like, this is the same character. <laughs> yeah. I the cast the dude in both roles is just sort of like dumb. I thought like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, but there's man, there's he nobody that's 40 that in that. the black and white. I know he does. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, you see, you know it what mean? he's, and he's supposed to it. play 40 again. That's what that's one of my knocks on the film, but at the same time, you you don't it's have not, everybody... I mean, it's
0: a
3: fucking, you know what I mean? It's an opening it. scene that's only like what, 3 4 minutes. Like it's not like it's like I understand it's a, a pivotal part of well, the... it's one of
0: my things with the movie, too. The movie does other things throughout it with tone and stuff like that, that I have. Yeah. Uh, we can get into later. But
2: yeah. Uh, but yeah, the reason why I, I, I don't think that he was career military is because you wouldn't still just be a sergeant. He would have been like way higher up. And he's uh, just not
0: good at taking orders. Yeah, well,
2: yeah, well, that, that could be so too. We <laughs> do see
0: guys that are career military but don't want to move up.
2: Yeah, that that could also be true, too.
0: I don't know. But you're right. Maybe. He, I mean, he does seem like a natural leader, though. Uh,
2: Yeah,
0: for the most part. I mean, he's just like left uh, by himself with these dudes half the time. They're just kind of like the Rat Pack, the Brat Pack or whether the you know, like they just kind of they get little missions done and they're just like a small group. Well, they were larger, but after that one mission, there's only the four of them.
3: Yeah, because that first one they start off with is when it's kind of like the
0: original crew, right? Like
3: they're everybody together and they're getting set up. And then it's the the aftermath of that that leaves them with the four. Yeah. yeah group. those
2: are the guys that we follow and we have this like kind of revolving door of replacements that come uh-huh. through and i i kind of like how that is uh how they set that up because like hey I, you know who the hell are you yeah because yeah, they
0: really don't pay attention to them the th- like any of them through the whole movie um until later and us as the audience i feel like we already we're like we're like no that's kaiser and they're like right.
1: what who yeah
0: but yeah, i do like, like the well, beginning how we set up like them on the boat and we get to see the gang. It introduces, uh, carried uh, character, um, and his narration and everything about what's going on. And then Sergeant kind of like watching over his men. We get to see him observing his men. It just feels kind of natural. Like he does have, you know, he cares about these men. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, and then we see Mark Hamill's character. I like this part where private Giff is talking to them about being a uh, cartoonist. And he, they're like, if he uses his left hand for like everything, they're like, do you use it for everything? And he's like, uh, Yes, except for shooting and playing with my pecker. And yeah. I, just like, <laughs> I just like these little bits of dialogue between the between these men because it feels genuine to me uh, or genuine yeah. enough. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty well acted. And I just that moment I was like, all right, I get it. Like these guys are pretty tight and they have like, yeah. a bit of dialogue and like rapport with each other, just as actors as well as characters in the movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're getting ready to storm um, the uh, the African coast. And you have which,
0: uh, which is being defended by the uh, the by French. the
2: uh, it was the the what the hell is the term uh, the vichy French which and what uh, what that term is those are the French who ended up fighting for Hitler because mm. uh, there there was there was people who were the uh, the resistance who were not wanting the Germans to take over and then there was the other ones who just kind of like okay yeah, I guess we're I guess we're Germans now. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I got
2: you. So, uh, and then <clears throat> they had been sending leaflets like, like, hey, uh, are the Americans are coming, we are, you know, don't, sh- we're not trying to fight you. We're trying to fight Germans, not yeah. French like
0: you. heads up, we're coming in, and we're gonna, we're going after the Germans. We don't want to have an altercation at all with you. So yeah, mm, you here's a heads up. Fucking shoot, you know. And they let them know. And I like, I do like that we get the French's perspective on the beach, like reading the leaflets and um like we get to see some of their the like the duality of the two groups of soldiers the americans yeah. coming in and then the french kind of being like well i don't want to kill americans like for the most part it seems like then you know the consensus is that like well let them in you know yeah fuck the germans
2: yeah most most of them except for that that one officer who's like oh, you don't want to fight and he shoots him and then like yeah. takes a hold of the uh of the uh, machine gun machine,
0: the amount of machine gun yeah
2: and like the rest of the group, like it's like, well, fuck this guy, and they shoot him, but his hand is on the trigger and he's yeah, just and like, oh!
0: I like too when we see our guys, huh? When we go yeah, that it.
2: scene where he dies and like he's just grabbing onto the gun is like,
0: oh And he's laid back and you see his hand just pull on it. But I mean I get it, it works. Um but yeah, he looks like, yeah, he looks like he's fucking having an orgasm or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's like laid back, like, oh! But yeah, um but I like the scene, too, of, like, our guys coming on the beach and they're all looking like kind of badass holding their rifles. But then if you look, like, all their rifles have condoms on the end of them. Oh, yeah. They it help protect it's against cool... the seawater. Yeah, no, it's a great idea. That's what they did. Barrels dry. Like, it's a great idea that they use those because they had an abundance of them. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, fuck it. Put those For things on the fucking on there.
2: that they're going to be doing.
0: It's, just, it's an ingenious idea during the time to do that. Yeah. But it looks funny. I'm just like, look at all those condoms. Just I know. Poking in the air. <laughs> But, uh, yeah so the french do fire well it gets a mix up right so we get mixed up and we start getting this crossfire um yeah. we see one of the americans gets shot and then you know the Americans start shooting back then the other Frenchmen start shooting even though they didn't want to because they think that they're, they're supposed to now so yeah. it's like crazy but then it gets broken up because that uh voice comes up over the radio
2: so yeah the uh the general is dead you know like please don't shoot we're gonna surrender to you and um, yeah. so everyone, and we okay, see that yeah, Griff
0: yeah. freezes up during that one moment, which becomes yeah. a key thing about his character. Right.
2: Yeah.
3: Because so they say he, he was close enough to uh, what, what, what did he say? He tells him uh, to so shoot. You were,
2: yeah, you were like, you know, you could. he makes I, fun like, of him
3: because he was like so close. He's yeah. like, dog, no one could have fucking missed that shot. Like he says something. Did
0: he miss or just not shoot at all? I thought I
3: don't he missed that first. But, but the other guy shot, thought like, that he shot. Yeah. I think the other guy thought that he shot and was like, how the fuck did you miss from like that's when he makes that comment about how yeah, close he was looks at
0: the gun, yeah.
2: And, and um, well, that that goes to his character too, because he's like, I he's don't want to murder. I don't want to murder people, mm-hmm. and that, that that's a theme in the movie. Uh, and that's
0: well, like we we get that dialogue from um, Lee's character, Marvin's character, where he says, "I like we're that. not murdering; yeah. it's killing. Right? Yeah. We don't murder yeah. animals; we kill them." As if, right. like, we have to get this. We have to do this. And these people would just kind of, they're in our way. They're coming at us. We have to kill them, Like, right. But it's not murder. We don't want to do this, but we have to. It's uh, kill afford. or be killed at this yeah. point. Which I do like that moment. Uh,
2: but, yeah, so they, they end up, like, the those Frenchmen end up, uh, you know, switching sides. They end up, like, you know, fighting for the Allies.
0: Oh, I liked what they say over the intercom, too. They're like, um, the Americans say, fight with us. Don't. We don't accept your surrender, right? right. They say yeah. if you're fishies, then surrender. But if you're a Frenchman, then fight with us, and everybody gets all riled up and they fucking yeah. There's these moments in this movie where there's a formula of like inter interaction with somebody, shootout, boom, boom, boom. Guys, shootouts over, celebrate, party. Yeah. There's like moments of just like party, yeah. celebrations, dinners, like throughout the film. We'll, we'll talk That's about really how there. it
2: is, though. Like in in a lot yeah. of these like, well, skirmishes yeah, when you're.
0: When the bullets stop flying and you can get a moment to like breathe.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, there was that, um, I just, you know, going back to the previous war that, you know, the world war one, there was, there's that moment where it like Christmas time, they, everyone kind of just had this moment of truce and they actually celebrate like the German soldiers and the the English soldier soldiers. They stopped fighting for a time and, and yeah. they end up playing a soccer game. Just, and just kind of like, Hey, we're not going to fight right now. And so there, there are those moments.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And then, so we do see that Griff uh, is like beating himself up over freezing, I guess. Like, yeah, he's really torn up about it. We I think, it's like a, Private uh, Johnson? what were you going to say?
2: Oh, I was just saying, it's like, because I think it's more of a, uh, there's something going on in like, inside. It's like, he's torn on like, what he should do. Like, yeah, he's, he's I don't got a moral a, dilemma.
1: Earthy. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: He's really torn, even though he's got to like, it's just kill or be killed. And for the most part, he does, do what he's got to do most times there's times this is that the only time he freezes off. up though yeah but um because
2: after that he he he. there's that
0: one moment where he takes cover over the lady and it was like was he protecting her? because one of his cameras like looks at him like and yeah, I was smile. waiting for a moment where he's like what are you doing over there like just oh. fucking hiding or
2: uh, when we get when we get to that scene I'll tell you like because there's something that happens in there's more to that story in the in the reconstruction oh, you okay, cool. don't get in the theatrical
0: but yeah, so he's beating himself up over that. We get you know, we get a moment here with these characters. Private Johnson's got hemorrhoids. We see it's an odd but realistic, you know, addition to a character. Yeah, uh, definitely for him to have to deal with that. And we see him throughout the film have to use his little cushion and shit like that. His pillow, yeah, yeah. And I think the characters do feel like they feel familiar and genuine. Uh, I do think Griff having his issues and Sergeant kind of talking to them, but even Sargent has his own issues. I think uh, overall each person has his own like sort of variety and is their own little struggle or personality quirks and i think they all feel like not you know just written down as trophy you know what i mean yeah, or, no or type. yeah
2: the the relationship between these five guys is genuine yeah like, you feel like they like especially as the movie goes on you feel like the camaraderie that they have built up
0: hmm like there's a guy from new york but he's not like the fucking, you know, yeah, he's Italian, but they don't like lean in on that all that much as right no, There's not like the country boy. Like you always get in these war movies like one of the, Yeah, no, it's none of country. that. It's none of that. Yeah. So I kind of like that. They steer away from that. Those sort of archetypes that you see a lot. Hey, yeah.
2: yo, I'm from Brooklyn. Hey, yeah, like, yeah, we get it. This guy <laughs> is from
0: New York, but right.
2: <laughs> bippity
0: boppity you know bippity boppity. Uh, <laughs> and then at this point, the movie does um, it switches to the um, to the Germans. We get to look at the Germans in Africa, right? The tank squad or whatever. That scene is crazy. I see bro. their dynamic. What were you saying, John? That scene is just
3: the uh, that whole of like that guy talking. Who, like, it's always weird to me to see that aspect of of any time you watch a a film like that, and to see the opposite end of history that you know. And to see that aspect of it where there was that guy who was working for him and he was just like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Why all of a sudden you're just this Hitler like like he makes a comment to him about how he he was like Hitler's fanboy now, you know, and he's like, Doug, this guy's a savage. He, you know, Um, but it's just this idea of seeing this guy who didn't really want to be there. It's not like he supported Hitler, you know what I mean? He was just like in the war. And it's uh, it's just always a weird mindfuck to like to it's like I guess you just grow up thinking like well yeah all the Germans over at that time were it was insane they all supported Hitler and hated Jews and it was crazy
0: some of them were just doing like what they had to do and not even all of them knew exactly what was going on so some people didn't know all all the atrocities being done but uh, I also like I I agree with you I think that scene um, is really cool because. It's one of the things I like about this film is that like we saw the Frenchman's perspective. We saw the American's perspective. So we've seen like ally type perspectives a little bit. We've seen Mm -hmm. and now we're seeing enemy perspectives, which I do like to see. And we're seeing that like there's also that common thread that at that moment, Sarge is having a talk with his guy. And it's like the same talk that the Germans having with the other guy. The other guy's just like up, you know, butting up against it. And he's saying like, oh, the Germans were falling apart. Like nobody's following Hitler anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the, the, obviously that the bigger dude talking to him is like, obviously, a, you know, a definite supporter of Hitler, no matter right.
2: what. So. Yeah. So it's it's uh so one thing that happens here in the reconstruction version is we actually get more with that the uh, German soldier who kills that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's essentially the uh, him and uh, the sergeant. They're yeah, kind of thing. they're opposite sides of the coin.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we we get That's a cool, lot more actually. interaction what getting from it. Yeah, we there's there's a lot that's missing in in the theatrical cut with that character that we get. uh, There's a lot more interaction with him throughout the film. But but even still in this uh, in the theatrical cut, it is kind of cool that you get to see the other side. And yeah, like you're saying, John, uh, it's true that a lot of the a lot of just the foot soldiers for the for the German army they're not all Nazis. They, and most of the, they're kind of just one. They are, they are patriots of their country. They want, mm-hmm. they're going to, we're in a war. We're going to fight for Germany. Yep.
0: They enlisted and, or were drafted, right.
2: Or sometimes they're fighting for their life. If they it's like Hey, well, if I don't fight, I'm going to, you know, be sent to like one of the labor camps. Mm-hmm. And if you, uh, one thing that's true about history too, is they never had uh, all the, uh, the not the concentration the, the labor camps were they had those in Germany but all the death camps none of those were in Germany and that was for a very specific reason so that a lot of the Ger because I think if the German populace knew about that stuff for the most part would be like wait what the fuck are we doing
1: yeah
2: <laughs> um and because right. there's a lot of political dissidents in Germany and it wasn't just the Jews. There was actually a whole slew of people that were sent to those death camps that were kind of the uh, the outsiders, the the political dissidents, the people who you know had maybe they weren't pro Hitler, right? And they were sent off to like Poland and Czechoslovakia, like where all these places were all these death camps. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of people who were like, yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, I like Germany, but I'm not gonna, I'm not pro Hitler, um, right? Yeah. And so I think it's kind of cool that this film touches on that a little bit. Um, you know, it's not just like a, this is not necessarily a pro anything. This is just more of, this is a movie about survival. That's yeah. what this, that's what this film is about. It's about these five guys fighting for survival and really everyone's fighting for survival in the, in this uh, movie.
3: And I think like a kind of a, a, a overarching theme that I got from it as I'm watching it is it's just very much that like, history is just going to continually repeat itself like that's that's kind of what it what it seemed like and uh that they're conveying with the the general like how he was in the first war and what happens and you know versus later on what happens and it it it's these guys it's just that that was the vibe i got like it's just the same shit is going to come back and over and over and over
0: that's a good take actually based on yeah, how the, the beginning and the end have like they're kind of bookended, right? Similar endings, although he plays, we'll get to it, but the ending, he plays that situation differently, right? When given a chance again to do that,
2: yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I was, uh, and so we, we have that, mo- that German soldiers killed, and then we move in like, uh, to the, the Kazarin pass, and there, there's, t- uh, Zab is, uh, taking us through like what's going on they're just and,
0: watching that based, uh like in case someone
2: comes down it I so here's what I think like you know he was always talking about how he's writing a book about uh the war mm-hmm. so I think this is him after the war is over and he this is the book that he wrote and so he's so he the our narrator is in the future telling us about the events that happened mm-hmm. and like, so yeah, yeah, yeah so we have soldiers that were sent like oh we're the the Rommels tank Corps is going this way and then we were like oh we're gonna you know kind of be the in the back and seeing like wh- what's just in case there's some uh activity there
0: yeah i feel and, like maybe that was a that was a way uh for troops to go that maybe they were just meant to watch there was probably nobody was gonna come down it but they needed to watch it and then right ended up being this whole platoon of tanks like
2: yeah so it's like it, the exact opposite happened of what, of was what they were to
0: told happen. yeah yeah and it ended up being like I guess a valuable spot to kind of keep an eye on, though. Yeah, know, so a, uh, you know, control point or something like that, if you will.
2: Like, what are we gonna do, Sarge? Like, we're gonna dig in, and so they up digging yeah. these box holes that they just kind of like hide in as the tanks can do, go over them. And I was like, that's so they severely really outnumbered, the but... so that they can come in from behind and you know, kind of maybe make an attack. Uh, and but man, it's that pretty is. Tense. Dude.
0: Well, yeah. it's played pretty tense and like the dudes are even screaming when the tank goes over even though it's not hitting their like it just they think they're about to be crushed so they're like screaming for their lives because they're yeah. fucking scared to, to death
2: and they do not see... scream in the theatrical co- or the reconstruction cut co- uh-huh. co- oh, okay. it's, it's more of like uh, it's it's much more dude i'll just say that
0: okay so then we see that like Hamill's character uh griff he just can't he's bugging out
1: like yeah. He, yeah,
0: like he's about to get a tr- uh, a tank to come over his head and he doesn't want to and he bugs out and he leaves this fucking hole. And it's basically his fault.
3: That's what I was just going to say. It's, yep. it's what it seems like in that scene, right? They make it play out like it's like if he would have just fucking sacked up and stayed down, it would have gone better. But because he popped out, all of a sudden everyone starts popping out like.
0: Yeah, and it's like roaches in this in the light when like when you turn on the lights, bro, yeah. like. Everybody's just like running or it's chaos. Like, yeah, Sergeant gets.
2: I'll be honest. It, it was kind of hard. You, you didn't know who was who. in a lot Yeah, I know.
0: And part of that, I think, is also
2: to that me a on criticism a
0: on the filmmaking. I think the editing and the way the scene was shot. There's a chaos to this scene. That's not like a wartime chaos. It's kind of like a sloppy filmmaking chaos. And you
2: think that was like, I, to be honest, I think that that I was don't know. Pers- I have a feeling that was purposely done uh, to a degree because it's it plays out I think very you're shooting this film
0: some bail. That's what I think you're doing
2: well, i'm I'm shooting the director some bail here yeah. because in the reconstruction cut, it was kind of done the same. and I think it was meant to feel chaotic.
0: yeah no, I mean, I know it just feels it feels needlessly chaotic. like it can be chaotic. but as a viewer, we still have an eye on like where our characters are or like what's going on. Well, I, I don't know. It's not like a chaotic like, oh, it really puts me in the seat of like what it was like to be there kind of chaos. It feels oh, okay. almost like people are just running around like aimlessly. It's like mm-hmm. there's I don't know. It just doesn't strike me as like a realistic sort of scenario the way it plays out, even though I mean this. You said this guy based this on like encounters and stuff that he's been, you know, he's he's served in the war. But
2: but I see, I, I see what you're saying. You, you just you... I definitely
0: like I didn't think the scene was like trash, but I did think. Once they all come out and start running around, there's like, I don't know. It just kind of goes like screwy. Everybody runs around, and there's like the tanks are just shooting, and then it's kind of over.
1: Yeah, and we and cut it, like, right it, away.
0: Like we don't even find out really what happened, except that some
2: dude, of them Yeah,
3: that was that cut was brutal. It's just brutal, like- <laughs> right. We just cut to the hospital. well,
2: because the Sarge gets shot. We see that. Yeah, we know? do see
0: that, and that's cool.
2: And it's like, oh shit! Did like, is he dead? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen to the sergeant? And in he's admitted
0: Caribbean. to what, a German or an Arab? So um,
2: oh, that attitude? is, so it, they, uh, cause they're in Africa. So it is, it is an Arab building that the Germans had control over mm-hmm. in, uh, in Tunis. Um, yeah. so which, you know, they're looking for the lost ark as well over there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, That's the, span uh,
2: Yeah, literally. <laughs> but, uh, no they cut it, there was this building that they had taken control of uh, uh, in the city of tunis and they had there was german soldiers that were being taken care of there it was an unmarked hospital so as far as they knew it's like oh there's germans there and there was pow soldiers being cared for there and cuz you have the uh um the german soldiers like oh you know you're a uh, you know good luck american and all this stuff yeah in the reconstruction version This scene plays out so fucking weird. Let me tell you. (laughs) This, that, that guy who's saying like, he's kind of talking shit to, uh, to the sergeant. Yeah. He in the reconstruction version, he has like just the lab coat on or like the, the doctor's coat on. And then this dude had like, he has no shirt on and has this weird fucking tattoo of like some, I don't know, like some sort of clown design. And he starts like, kind of like, Oh I didn't know that you Americans were so tough and like he was uh, like oh he's like this super Aryan is like oh the Aryan he was I think was in love with the fact that it's like oh they make Aryans really tough in America and he starts like trying to make out with him and this, yeah it's really fucking weird I, I when was I, this I, thing cut what what is this
0: this cut you're talking about like where this is, is the recon-
2: this is the reconstruction uh, cut this is the three hour version of the film purpose perver-
0: only dude. created through-
2: so. This was got This is what was filmed originally, and so the the reconstruction cut like uh, was put together in two thousand four. They thought the the footage was all missing, but they found it all because uh, they were basing it based off the original script that Sam Fuller had done because he wrote the film. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was this weird scene with this German guy who was trying to like I don't. He was sexually attracted to Lee Marvin's character. That's weird and uh, understandable, all of letters, but.
0: Still yeah oh, but it's such a weird thing to put in that that, I, that, 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 that setting that like, was
2: the that was the one part of the reconstruction i was like i i'm glad it's they It's like fanfic
0: you know what i mean like yeah, we're <laughs> gonna have like a little <laughs> game on right here uh and but then the like nazi oh, daddy leather daddy dude you know, it
2: was so weird and then weird. like the, the sergeant grabs his throat and is like yes i don't mind you like trying to kiss me but like your breath fucking stinks. (laughs) He chokes the shit out of him. It's like, what the fuck? So that does kind of speak on
0: one of my critiques of the film is it sort of takes like a comedic take like here and there. Uh, And honestly, I'm just not like the biggest fan of it in this film because they sort of speak on like the deaths of the like they the deaths of the uh, the rest of the squad. They quickly just brush right over. Like, yeah, now there's four of us. There was 12. And you don't feel the weight of that on them at all the situation like sarge meets up with them and they just head out to sicily next and that's it and they try and they travel a good bit in this film which i do well, like i, I do I, like the bits of them like going i'm gonna up.
2: cut the film some bail here again just because i was telling john while you were you've run break uh the, the this is a film about survival that's what this film is about and a lot of these guys i mean we and we talk about it throughout the film zab talks i was like well we didn't really we stuck together we didn't really care about the replacements because they're just going to be dead. Um, and yeah, but I
0: don't feel like uh, some of that group wasn't just replacements. I don't think I think some the of
3: those original, guys were, like, right. really. I think he's talking or... about the original 12 that were together. Yeah, the original twelve. Well,
2: even then, it's like you can't afford to get too close to people because they might be dead. And in...
0: And there's just not as much. I don't know. There's not as much stakes in this film to me as a war film. Like, uh, I just don't feel like most of these people are really in danger. Um, And I don't know. It's like there's a there's a comedy to this film. Mm. There's comedic moments in this film that I I don't necessarily agree with being in it. um, To me, I Mm. like my war movies gritty. I don't. Sure. This film has a weird uh, vibe to it where I don't. The tonally, I think it's kind of all over the place. And it's uh, definitely one of my major critiques of the film.
3: Okay. All right. I think that to. To th- that specific part that you're speaking about there, though, Berg, the way I read it is these guys are together because this is, I believe they, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but they mentioned that this is their first mission out together, right?
0: Yeah, it seems like a lot of these dudes haven't seen wars, you know, like Sarge has. Right. And, and so all the other guys are kind of green. So
3: What I kind of took it as is like this is their outing together for them 12. So there really wasn't that not the level of that bond that they have. I feel like it's kind of like this This traumatic event is what creates that
0: bond of the five. I understand that. I just think the film sort of just like, boom, cuts it out and jumps right to the next scene. And sure, sure. I just feel like I there's know. a moment there it's like, fuck, we all just, we just lost a huge chunk of our group. Eight, Eight right. Yeah, got the, shot. And the next scene is just like, oh, we're in the hospital. And now we're back. Charge is okay. He's your second Arab. Now he's back with the boys and the boys are on the boat. They're going to Sicily
2: yeah i think too because there there are significant time jumps too because we don't know You're how right. much time has passed between these uh because these are all different campaigns too so right. you know, it could have been you know uh who knows how long the sarge is gone uh because they're at the beach and like oh well we didn't know if the sarge made it or not but we did and all of a sudden you know the sarge appears again and like it's this big moment together where it's like yeah he survived all right um but that could have been weeks we have no idea even that
0: scene though is underplayed (laughs) like you just see them reunite unite from a distance like on the beach there's not even a moment really between them i feel like yeah
2: and then because then it cuts to sicily that could have been months you know uh so we we just don't know
0: Sure, sure i mean it would be a while they went by ship right
3: yeah
1: yeah yeah.
0: and they're on that ship and there's a cool scene i do like when they're on the boat one of the troops is messing with the Italian guy, Vinci. Yeah. 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 And if he's going to be loyal to the U.S. because they're going, you know, he's calling him a guinea wop and whatever. And really, just. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. He says, well, you just want to drink red wine and sing. um Sole S- Mio. Sole Mio. Yeah. To which I do like that. Like Zab just grabs his mouth and Vinci like stuffs his rifle in his mouth. And it's a cool tense scene because the guy's like fucking oh, shit. Like, yeah, he's sweating bullets. Right. And I do kind of like that. The, and then he sings the song. <clears throat> so there's moments yeah. like that where these are the moments that I like in these movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> these tense, dr- dramatic moments. But then there's some weird comedy scenes that I just feel like they're not written necessarily as like, I get what you're saying, that, like a bunch of dudes getting to know one another and bonding. And like they have this comedic rapport too with mm-hmm. joking. But that's not my gripe. But that that kind of stuff is good. That's, that character stuff. I get that. right. Right.
2: Uh, but Yeah. So they uh, they make it this. Uh, um, Sicily. Mm-hmm. This one, they uh, because what it happens like we kind of get they get there, and it kind of almost cuts pretty much straight to them like you know fighting the sniper. But in the yeah, they get fired up, huh? Yeah, yeah. there's there's actually a whole set of how they even got there, and uh, the guy that was you know talking shit about to Vinci, telling him he was he was a WAP and all that sh- all that shit. Um, he ends up. Uh, we see his his death in this uh them uh storming sicily and they're all they all run they like they need grenades and they all run, they're like oh, we're out i'm out i'm out and they uh uh what's his face and i forget what his uh that guy's name was but he's like he's dead and it's like oh well we found some uh, grenades on him so we're, we're they're taking grenades and they're kind of passing up to each other. It's like, I need, I need, I need another one. And like, they get it and they finally kind of storm the area. And then it cuts to the, uh, them in that, uh, kind of the town. And then I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a sniper about. Got and- it.
3: So that scene, you just described a scene that wasn't in the one we watched.
2: Yeah, it was not that that was I was the- like,
3: I don't remember that shit at all, bro. <laughs>
2: exactly. But that but I think it adds context because it's yeah, like dude, it does. there's some weird cuts in the theatrical cuts. Like, man, yeah. That, it's so sure. quick. And yeah. it's like, yeah. how did they get here? Yeah. And yeah, okay. that just adds so much context to like what happened.
3: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I get
2: that. That's I do why like the scene too. Then. Yeah, oh? that character that was talking shit to Vinci, it's like, oh, what happened to him? Yeah, I mean, he just kind of disappears, but it's like, oh, now I know what happened to him. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so we have that, and I like how uh, uh, there is uh, you have continued uh, narration by Zab. It's like, yeah, you know, the army talks about like you know the best way to smoke out a sniper. Is sent somebody out to get shot at. You know what yeah.
3: That? What does he Who say? He's like, it? they thought that one up in old
0: Western. What did he, what does
3: West he say? West point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's, yeah, and that's
2: they, the army officer school. <laughs> they had that little
0: bit of dialogue. I like when they're talking, when they're trooping in, in Sicily. Yeah. It's city. like, and then like they're talking about, anyone wants,
2: uh, anyone wants to transfer, you know, just let me know. It's yeah, like, they're
0: all talking about there. I guess they're all broken into groups to um get these snipers um that are dug in and here and there. So, yeah. Yeah, and that uh Vinci's mentions uh about the transfer. Yeah, and like, he's like transfer, transfer to the to point. point. Yeah, and he makes them go <laughs> up and he kind of uses them as, as bait, which is kind of fucked up. It's risky, but yeah. it works. The snipers like exposes themselves. It's and, not really uh, a sniper. I feel
2: like it's a machine gun guy. Well and one I mean, of the his... guys
3: gets shot, right? Doesn't one one of the guys goes down?
2: Uh that that comes uh later. Uh because so they uh so there were, cause this is like they're going uphill. Yeah. So the guy is not a sniper per se. He's not with a rifle. He has a machine gun, but he is from the high ground. So it's, it's, he's able to see these guys pretty well. And, uh, uh, so Vinci takes the point and he is like, all right, we're going to go, I'm going this way there. They, they have signals like he's going to go one way. The Sergeant and the rest are going to go the other way. Mm -hmm. And the Sergeant, uh, ends up seeing where he's at and he sneaks
0: up on the wall. Yeah, the cool German is
2: ready to throw his grenade, and then he just tosses his right, grenade. so this
0: scene's weird to me, man. Yeah, like, why is he catch of the grenade? grenade? Huh? Why does he catches. it? It's just so uh, weird. It's like, he's just going to pull out his grenade, and the other guy just happens to be pulling out his grenade, and then they like, unscrew, and is like, whoop, here's mine. Oh, wait, you dropped yours. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it just plays sort of clumsy to me. Uh, that's just what and I'm then, saying. What... It's like comedic. It's like, this yeah. is important. I don't know. I get there's these weird moments in life that happen in more time. Like maybe it's dark humor. I, I don't. Maybe this
2: actually happened. to sort of uh, dark human, Fuller.
0: I, I don't know. And but that have ripe though because we only hear the one gr- explosion, and I feel like we should have heard the American grenade and then the Nazi, um, the potato grenade or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, you
2: know what? You're right because he uh, well, I don't, know, right? if he, so I don't like, know if he had set off his grenade yet.
0: I thought he did. I thought I saw him turn it. So I don't uh, know exactly how uh, it works yeah. though. So.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I know one gonna... thing, dog. If you if somebody throws a fucking grenade at you and it hits your hands, that thing is fucking yeeted out of here in a like. I'm not <laughs> taking time to uh, look at a fucking grenade. It's like, oh shit, yep,
2: yeah. Uh, but then you have uh, where all of a sudden we hear this, and it's like, yo, you had them in the sights the whole time. Yep. It's like, Man. you just wanted to see me sweat, didn't you? It's like, yep. <laughs> Can I be transferred back to the rear now? It's like, you were, tra- you were, re- you were transferred back to the point, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to like the scene, like, because they now they have taken the city and they're all kind of just chilling out, getting some water. And this, you know, another replacement show. And there's more of that discussion about the replacements. And uh, you have the shows up with like a water bucket thing he's gonna be all like oh yeah Mitty. Guys. Mitty? right yeah smitty smitty yeah and he thinks like they're all gonna be like best friends and shit and he's like they're like dude get the fuck out of here it's like we don't care about you thank you for the water but get the fuck out and yeah. it's like oh i'll, I'll get, more, to get water, more water guys and he ends up tripping over like a, a trip, trip mine mark. and it's like you hear this ah! so <laughs> and- the scene
3: plays weird though Dude, this is this kind of gives credit to what Berg was talking about. Actually, I hadn't even really thought about it, but for mm-hmm. sure now, like I get what you're saying about like the weird humor pieces of it, because it's like it's definitely like so the sergeant picks up a fucking ball and he's like, oh, it's one of your balls. Don't worry, kid. You got And then two. he just throws like, it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is like,
0: that? bro? He's very like insensitive about it if it is real. But I th- almost think it's not real. Like, I think the the guy didn't get hurt. And like, he's. I it was like a Sarge was grabbing like Nazi guts that's on the ground and kind of just threw it. Do you have more no, to say so, about the scene? Is so this really is more,
2: this is way more graphic in the reconstruction version. So there's not this like, there's not this comical scream in the background for one. You hear the explosion like oh shit. And it's like uh they go over to the guy the guy's like ah fuck. And the Sarge goes up to him and is like you know okay you know you're okay. You know, it, it's a tripmine. It's meant to castrate you. It's not meant to kill you. And you see, like he's he's bloodied up, and it's like, and he's like kind of feeling. It's like, uh, you know, you're you're okay. It's like it's yeah. The, and he has that the 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 conversation is like, you know, you know, throws the ball over. You know, it's it's all because it, there's a lot more blood in the scene. Because I he like you throw the guy's ball though
0: yeah man's like man.
2: you're, you're okay yeah but that's this so
0: is- like fucking insensitive bro like <laughs> it's just, like hey why don't you just stick okay, it back and let the medic figure your out ball, what to do with bro. it like don't throw my ball yeah, yeah. No, like, it's then, guaranteed
3: it's, gone at that point it's my, my ball fucking is
2: ball gone, bro for sure. so, but Once then you, you see that shit you over see, your shoulder uh, yeah <laughs> you see smitty's hand which is all kind of like you know blackened from the soot and whatever and he like slowly like crying and he like he grabs like his stuff. It's like, oh my cock, my cock is still here, thank God. It's like, That's and it's kind of like this happy moment that he still has his cock and he has one ball left, so okay.
0: That's interesting. I don't know. But, There's yeah. a world where that scene could have played like realistic and like gritty, and then still had maybe that bit of humor of him at least being excited about his cock still being there. Uh, dude, I, but I do, just like... throwing his like eating his ball across the fucking yeah, dude, the fuck battlefield, up, is just not cool
2: with me i'll be honest i kind of like that scene <laughs> I i'm fucked up though it's like
0: robbie it's just big wasn't... old
3: pervert doesn't play
2: well for the it's not
0: i don't i don't know this doesn't work for me for the film it's like why would you do that
3: it's funny because i honestly never even like when hearing you mention that earlier about like the comedic pieces being off for you and i was like i don't what the fuck is he talking about and then it's like we get to this scene and it's like oh and then, like other stuff is kind of starting to click, and it's like, yeah, it actually. Well, I it makes feel like
0: sense. you either do a film that's like a comedic wartime film, and go for like a uh, Monty Python sort of vibe, right? Or you do like a serious war film. This is trying to have it both ways, and I don't think it works for me. Full Metal Jacket did it both ways. Full Metal Jacket was still dramatic the entire. Yeah, time. of
1: course, it was for just sure. showing. It, like, no, it was just so showing awful. you
0: drill school. You know what's it called? Um, fucking uh, training, basic training.
1: That's one and of them. The the it's movies like in the two fucking world to themes,
0: me. but I still think the tone of it's more sure, about it's the tone, dark you know, the and the tone dark. of uh, sure, Full Metal sure. Jacket still maintained the entire time. Sure, sure. I,
2: I, I don't know personally. I thought that scene was funny. I liked it. It's just <laughs> balls, Smithy. You can live without it. That's why the I game. I mean, I guess. To... Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> didn't play that, <laughs> well, but, but I, I see. I see what you guys are saying. Like, yeah, it is. It is insensitive. It is like. Dude, what the fuck? Why would you yeah. just throw you just the on the dude? The it, just like, yeah. it just seems unrealistic. It's like, it just seems like, would I do I mean, if
3: this is a guy that you're looking after, like, you're, yeah, you're it's gonna a dick move, bro.
2: Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's it was just meant to make him feel a little better. Maybe because so, Sarge maybe. is such a ball buster. Huh? You get yeah. it? Ah. No,
3: triple entendre.
0: <laughs> don't
2: even ask. Don't how. even
0: ask how, bro. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, so that double. But no, they take, so like the next scene, when played against the next scene, is like they take refuge in the cave which I do like where there's like, there's some German tanks coming down the line, down that that area. And they're like holding out in this cave. We get there. There's a moment where they kind of let their guard down in the cave just to like relax for a second. But then they yeah. get interrupted with the Germans coming through. And there's like one guy goes to take a leak and then they're going to kill him, but they let him go because he's doesn't see them. And then another guy comes to like empty his boot. And that's when. yeah.
2: Well, the other, the other thing about this too was because they're, they have that moment to talk and they realize like, well, you know, don't we have like, you know, because they're they're actually feeling like we're we're kind of fucked. We don't have these things like, oh, but don't we have we have Patton? He's coming with his tanks, right? It's like oh, still on the on water. water. Yeah. You know, we're what about our guns? like still on the, on water. the water. It's yeah. like, fuck, you know, we're 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 the last line of defense. Are you fucking kidding me? And this is yeah. where they make
3: Griff look like a coward again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause he goes to take off running and everyone's like, yeah, we knew his bitch ass was going to run, but we knew he yeah, I don't know if that,
0: I don't know that it makes him a coward necessarily, but it definitely shows his struggle because he doesn't run. Yeah. He does not run. But I don't think it's, like, it's well. like a cowardly. Mo- it's a moment of yeah. Weakness, but we all knew he, he wasn't, wasn't going to run. Sarge was keeping an eye on him. Cause Sarge is like this entire time. He's like,
2: I will shoot anyone of you motherfuckers that deserve Right. It. Yeah. Um, and, and Zab talks about that too. It's like, in, mm-hmm. like we all knew he wasn't going to run. And the sergeant would have shot him anyways if he it did. It was like he
0: took a breather, you know what I mean? And he cut, and then he caught himself, and he's like, "All right, bro, you got to sit down."
2: And he also but looked back came, at his
0: team too, like, "I can't just leave these guys."
2: Yeah. But when it came time to you know to take out the enemy, he did. So it's it's one yeah, of those and things. Then he yeah, kind he of breaks weakness, a little bit, but he like he gathered himself. Yeah, uh, and that's yeah, why I always like this, this is why I talk about Mark. This is Mark Hamill's best performance because I think that he does a lot of these. I think he encapsulates that character that is, we see the struggle that he's going through this entire film. Right. Which I'm mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love star Wars. I think he's Luke Skywalker is an awesome character. Yeah. I
0: got to disagree, but I don't, I mean, it's not a bad bit of acting. I don't know if it's his best performance. So I'd have to, I, don't know. <laughs> I do um, like his character though. Yeah. Yeah. And I respect the struggle that he's going through. I think it, yeah, makes and he did, him, uh, I, I think, think he did a good job. job. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I mean, I do, too. I just don't I don't know if this is his best act. Uh, uh, this
2: is this is I, to me, this is his best live action performance. I didn't say like his best acting performance, just yeah. his best live action.
3: Uh, I didn't because this was a couple years after Star Wars. I didn't realize
2: that. Yeah, this uh-huh. is three years after uh, Star Wars. This is just before Empire Strikes Back, Yeah,
0: which is totally going to spiral him into stardom like even further. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like that he's doing films like this still. Yeah. You know, what I mean, still making a name for himself as an actor.
2: But North then North uh North. we get all the the guns that are attacking we all of a sudden we have this attack that's coming um from uh like oh shit like they're they're attacking the germans who are coming into the cave now that they know that they're yeah there. because the
0: germans are running there for safety yeah yeah and, and it's like attacked. the gun
2: the guns are like you know t- it's like what the hell is happening it's a cool
0: scene because it's all dusty and shit and they're like, yeah. just like they're lining up the bodies like every time they kill a guy that someone yeah. reaches out and like pulls the relays body guys
2: relays yeah. you know it's and uh it comes out. It's like he finds on the radio It's like, boys, you won't believe it. The U.S. Navy saved our ass. Dude, that shit is so
3: <laughs> funny. I love it. Uh, oh, it's even better because they set it up a little bit better with him on the phone. And he grabs the phone, you know, and he's on it. And he's like, huh, no shit. Huh? all right. He's
0: like
1: the hey, Navy sir. bailed
3: us out, boys. Can you believe that? <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: I'm glad that was... they
0: showed the radio men, too, because I'm kind of like for a moment there. It's like, where are these guys even getting their orders from? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah. them really yeah. taking any radio communications at that point until then.
2: And then after that, it's, <clears throat> we get, uh... um,
0: hold on, we get, uh, Bassini when he falls and he finds a bunch of money.
1: Oh yeah, yeah that's right. I like
0: that scene. And he, um, he talks about, they're like, you can't take that much money home. Like you can't send it home and you can't, you can only take like what you make as a soldier home or send that home or whatever. Yeah. But he was like, I'll find a loophole or whatever. I want to send it to my dad. Um, he wants to build a, he wants to open his own bagel shop, which I do like as a New Yorker. Like, have, yeah. have any of you guys ever had a New York bagel? Nah. Oh, I wish. <clears throat> Dude, bomb. Like if you go to a bagel <laughs> shop, like that's just like, I live by one and in the morning at like 5.30 in the morning, you could smell the bagels being baked. That sounds that awesome. But it's like, it's one of air. those
2: things where like, like, what the hell do Italians have to do with bagels?
0: <laughs> yes. don't we like yeah. bread italians yeah. like bread bro we're bakers yeah There's plenty of italian bakeries so but yeah man yeah. if you ever get a chance to have a new york bagel even if it's someone that like took some from new york and then went to your state with them because a lot of people do that
3: let us let's yeah. let
0: do this bro. give us your I'll break, you break
3: down your bagel order right here dude. you get you, you you get to the front of the line and say hey what can i do for you how many want You get here a to lightly me?
0: toasted egg everything egg with everything uh, okay yeah and i'll take some uh scallion cream cheese Oh, and still, cheese. Okay, and then, then right maybe there. a little tomato and a couple slices of bacon. Oh, a all couple
3: right. slices of bacon, a little tomato on there. We got you right here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, boss. We got bacon, bacon and tomato, cream cheese. Yeah, no, that sounds so cream fucking
2: cream. bomb. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it does, actually. Well, it's something with like the water out there, right? Because yeah, that's like, what when, they like, say. Like, the the pizzas, does... yeah, yeah. There's pizzerias here that are Italian pizzerias here in L. A. That will ship the water from yeah, New something York, something about the water or L. A. And I there is a is. difference. I don't know what it is. I should
0: send you guys like a bag of bagels each. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, okay. dude. Yeah, because you know you can put your own spread on there. Anyway, sorry for the tangent, but yeah, I just <laughs> I like that little moment of him talking about that. Uh, that was like the little New Yorkisms uh, that this guy has. They don't they don't hammer it home with this guy, like we said about, you know, yeah. some war movies will do that with their characters. This
2: isn't Joey Bag of Donuts, you know, in war. You know, no, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: And then we get the what the little kid right moment yeah, where yeah, was carrying him with a gun, dead gun.
2: mom, around, which is now so here is
0: moments of drama and like dark. Yeah, this stuff is pretty going. heavy. So this yeah. is the stuff that I, I I'm enjoying about this film. That's why I'm so I'm like two ways about this movie.
2: Yeah, this is a this is a big moment, and uh, so the guy who plays Vinci he actually does not speak Italian, and so he's making uh, he wow, I, really? I don't know if he I don't know if he he knew a few words but he didn't really know Italian.
3: So well, I'm sure they gave him the line because I mean, I'm, I'm sure they gave him the lines and he, you know what I mean? I don't think he was just, I don't out think there. he made up his own words though. Huh? Yeah. He wasn't just out there fucking slinging gibberish. Like he was, he no, was...
2: I but he was the, the, the actor was talking about, I was like, yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I knew a few words in Italian, but that was, <laughs> that was fucking it. Like I didn't know how to carry a conversation in Italian. Sure. Sure. But dude, it sounded genuine to me. Uh, yeah. He, Cause the, the, uh, the, I think the Matteo who's the kid mm-hmm. he was italian so he was speaking italian so yeah. like, there, was, there was something there i think
0: it's a rough scene though because the kid's like poor kid's trying to like bury, bury his, his he wants mom. to bury his mom and it's her like her corpse is like rotting
1: yeah.
3: yeah well and then because they, they even tell him like you get the further information because he asked him a question he's like uh <clears throat> why doesn't he just fucking what does he say burn like a uh, burner or something but he says now he wants to bury her next to his father Mm, yeah, so it's like, you know, he's lost his dad, too. Like so he's it's, Norfolk, yeah.
2: which is fucked up. Definitely, but he knows obviously. where the gun is.
0: He actually does know.
3: Yeah,
2: that, was, that was the thing. It's like, well, can he, does he know where like the uh, that German gun is that's attacking our soldiers? He's like, yeah, I know where it is, but I'm not going to tell you until you help me.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, so they offer help him, help him money, help. but he doesn't want the money. Right? He's like,
2: no, I want you to help me bury my mom. It's like, yeah. little fuckers, no, making I like to make a deal here.
0: <laughs> it's a dark moment, and I like it. I do feel it's a little undercut, though. By the score at this moment, there wasn't like a cohesion there of the themes that were going on on the screen being purveyed. And then what the that music is said one thing
2: about this film, moment. too. The score is very different.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't dig it. I'm not,
2: I, 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 I will be, I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of the score of this. I'm, th- I,
3: I'm not even. I couldn't even recall fucking I, any of it. To my now, but I the, feel like,
0: John, you're like the same, like, regardless, you're not a big score guy. You kind of said that, but right, right.
2: Now, a lot of this film, there is no score and that's the right choice because you're getting that more of the atmospheric uh, uh, horror of the, of the film. But there are a few moments of like, you know, the uh, like the upbeat
1: uh-huh. uh,
2: sound, uh, motifs. There's yeah. some of the, the, the dark motifs that they have in there. But yeah, there's not like a, a bunch of a score in there, but there's enough where it's like it doesn't feel right. I will. There's moments
0: that. where it works, but there's some moments where they should have thought about what they were doing a little bit yeah. tough, harder. I think that. I, and this is I one of those moments, unfortunately, it undercuts film. the theme. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah for me, although
3: the score is good, like if I like if I, at the end of a movie, if I'm like, oh damn, I, those fucking, I, oh you know, my, like
0: you know when you're listening
2: to Hans Zimmer or something like that, right? Exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So here, here's something that happens too. So in the the version you guys watched, which I also watched too, it pretty much just cuts to them like finding out. Oh, we found the gun, and it's they're like they're doing their observations and stuff. Mm -hmm. And and like the kid just disappears for like ten minutes. They're like, wait, where the fuck is the kid? Right. In the reconstruction, we actually see them going on that journey. They find like the kid points them to like it's over there. And they're, he's pointing off like they're on the opposite hill of like, and you see uh, the sergeant kind of like you know working through, and he's like, okay, he's got his binoculars, like, oh, that's where it is. So the kid is with them the entire time.
0: I do like this moment
2: though of them yeah, finding this the gun. A, this is a this is a cool part of the uh, part of the movie. And they we find out
0: it's not a gun; it's a tank. Really, yeah, that's been uh put, put into the blown in back end of a house to look like you know a normal compound yeah they have they have italian ladies tending to the garden still under german guard but
2: it's meant to, yeah it's, you can't
0: tell what it is it looks like a normal like
2: a right. state yeah and so it's like they they uh Smart. the sergeant's like okay we're gonna leave one of you guys here you're gonna you're gonna uh when don't move don't do anything until you hear gunfire then you shoot that german Right. We're, then the rest of them went around to the compound, and then it's like the, all the hand signals were, like, really cool, like how, you know, you, you know okay, there's no there's no dialogue. It's like, okay. you're going here, you're going there, you're going there, and we're like, I'm going to fire on that guy, you're going to fire on that guy, and we're going to go on, like, at this time. And the sergeant just kind of, like, he directs the whole thing. Yeah, it's and pretty cool. <clears throat> this scene is so fucking awesome.
0: But they do, they take it. Yeah. Successfully. And mostly and, silently, you know what I mean? For the most part. I think
2: the, um, no, the one part
3: that kind of took me out of it is when all the ladies come up and start stabbing the fucking... It's the like German? they shoot They shoot down Love the German shit. guy, right? And then all of a well, sudden, I it have... comes to all the ladies. And like uh, just the expression well, been... their faces are just like... They just look like fucking scarecrows. And they're just yeah. like...
2: It's different. <laughs> re- it's way different in the reconstruction. It's yeah. much more gory. And I feel I have a feeling it's like that guy, like the, the Germans probably killed their husbands because that town is like yeah, there's
0: it's all women, it's
2: right. all women. All the husbands are dead.
0: Yeah, because um, they are, they celebrate. There's a celebration after. I watched this women with my wife. Boys a feast.
3: I I, I the same thing because I uh, because I made a comment to her about it. I was like it's like they literally just like ran up on this random field and found these Italian ladies that were regularly like I don't think any of them were actors. They're just like. Yeah, these probably Italian ladies, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, can you just?" They all look
2: Sicilian to me. Yeah, yeah they do did this
3: motion, like just grab these and kind of just fucking. Like
0: they didn't look like actors, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it just yeah. But they they make uh they make the boys a feast, and yeah, the boys even say, "Too bad they're older than uh, fifty because the they're all horny than they're like, Otherwise,
1: we'd have been <laughs> beating that thing yeah. down,
0: bro. I feel like some of those dudes would have still got tried to get. Hell yeah, lady. yeah.
2: And Sarge
0: has a moment. Just-
2: this Uh, is such a great moment like this is a moment of celebration that we were talking about there's there's the serious moments that lead to these moments of reprieve
0: yeah
2: and this is one of those sorry that that moment that mateo yeah yeah and you have it where it's like uh you know mateo is often like his own world because he's like are they did they like um are they not gonna help my mom yeah,
3: yeah, you can see he's, like, not eating, you know. He's got yeah. his hands like, uh, well, next they, to, the, to the crate. They, like.
2: they stay true to their deal, which is, I think that was really good. But we see, yeah. too, like,
0: Sarge has a he has a weakness for uh, children. Kids. Yep. Because yeah. we see earlier on, too, when they're all eating from the cans, he ends up giving a little bit. He seems cold in his thing about, like, well, it's not murder. We're just killing, and we have to kill. But right. then you see he gives his little bit of can to that girl. Yep. Then we see that is the only time where thing, you see, like, tail
2: where there's any sort of sympathy played in this film is towards children, mm-hmm. because there's always yeah. children that are affected by war torn, Yeah. And the, the sergeant is tough until it comes to kids. And I think that's mm-hmm. why he's to his soldiers because they're kids too.
0: They are. Yeah. To him. Yeah. Especially. Right. Yeah. And they're like so- his kids. He needs to take care of them.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I like the moment too. It's like where they finally get the word like, okay, we're going to, uh, uh vinci go tell mateo like you know his coffin is coming in and it's like you know tell us like you know it's gonna six be your handles it's gonna be and it's like oh i tell him it's gonna be six handles and like he's just kind of like you know batting inside yeah
1: <laughs> went
0: all and out connect- yeah the general's gonna take care of it
2: yeah and he- i
0: mean yeah that was a good bit of info uh, you know the intel that they that he was able to give them they took yeah. out the gun
2: exactly right. and it was and zab even like in the narration he talks about it's like we had this you know it was oh, man we had this really nice moment it lasted about an hour
0: yeah that really adorable italian girl um decorates uh sarge's helmet with all these yeah, flowers. yeah with
2: all the flowers this is yeah that was cool I, and he takes so, it
0: knowing that like yeah i could get shot if i actually wear this but he's not yeah, gonna because he uh, says
3: her. that to him right they're like you're yeah, gonna get shot in a second sarge and he's like Dude, oh. so and he
0: takes it so like oh it's a, i love it i can i love the smell
2: yeah i so i like this part of the theatrical cut because they don't show what happens after that uh, the, the reconstruction cut there was oh so he wears the helmet and the girl ends up like running after them because he didn't uh the sarge did not kiss her goodbye and so that that German guy that we saw earlier in the film who who gunned down his fellow soldier. Yeah. He comes back. It's like, look at this fucking American wearing his goddamn flowers on his helmet and all this shit. And he ends up like him and like a, a group end up like trying to shoot shoot at them and the person who gets killed is the girl. No, uh, I don't like that at all. Yeah, I was like, that was the one moment in the reconstruction. I'm so glad that, that didn't yeah. No, no, no. plus that that
0: one that one dude they're they're not even in uh that one dude was was he from sicily i thought he was in africa the uh tank guy that killed his own men
2: so but he he also kind of we see he him throughout, transferred it, over so here the reconstruction cut, we actually see him throughout he is kind of like uh where
0: he's moved around he's like
2: on the same type of campaign yeah. okay and our, our, our main characters. That's very
0: convenient, but it's cool. It, it's kind of like a heat kind of deal. Like, I could see a cool movie being based around that, though. Like, yeah, seeing these two different adversaries sort of move throughout the campaigns and be at odds with one another. Like, have right. you guys ever seen Enemy at the Gate? I have not. About the snipers? Oh, shit, we should put that on the uh, list. Anyway.
2: That's with Jude Law, right?
0: Yeah, Jude Law and Ed Harris.
2: Yeah, I heard that that's a really good film. I've just never seen it.
0: All right, I'm going to put it on my list.
2: All right, cool. That'll
0: nice. Be Definitely, so we can get some more war movies in there yeah but no i do like this scene um i'm glad it kind of played out the way we were just talking and not the the longer version it just yeah that, bit, that was
2: but... the one where it's was like thank god that they didn't put that because i would have that was that was really a downer i was like oh fuck like they killed the girl shit
0: i mean even if she does die after this like i don't need to see it you know what i mean
2: right exactly exactly
0: yeah i get it but i mean you know kids die in war sometimes it's just a terrible yeah, word. terrible fucking thing yeah unfortunately but i'm glad that they didn't focus on that because it just didn't it wouldn't have added anything um but yeah there was uh the next is what they're, they're raiding Omaha beach like
2: yeah um and you know this is a bangalore d-day, scene which is interesting, yeah this is like. essentially d-day yeah
0: and um it's because they have this film like these these guys are ha- having these moments in these moments in history that we're we we know of yeah
2: and, and like these these uh, the campaigns that we're seeing these are all the campaigns that sam yeah. fuller was in
0: <clears throat> i just feel like these guys are sort of like a ragtag group that are doing like yeah. these special missions
2: so, yeah, it was so Sam Fuller was in the in these particular missions that we're seeing in the Big Red One where uh like Lee Marvin himself, who was in World War II, he fought uh, in the Pacific. He was in he was over in like Japan and all that, all that shit. Um, but uh, I have a feeling that Spielberg watched this film because there's some stuff that that is taken from this film that I think he uses in Saving Private Ryan. I could see some of that maybe. Yeah. Um, just a few like a few Mm -hmm. things to be honest i i feel like uh tom hanks's character and lee marvin's character have a lot in common
0: they do have similarities yeah and they're both fleshed out characters that have flaws and aren't just like the perfect hero
2: yeah uh but then we before we get to omaha beach we have this another replacement comes in Lemchek, who is like trying to like uh, you know, can we switch numbers? You know, because like, there, there's a because th- that Bangalore thing, which is uh, this like, I guess this pipe that like has uh, TNT in it to, uh, yeah. like, to kind of breach where they need to get to.
0: So then yeah, they use it to take out the uh, the wall of barbed wire that they need to progress further on Omaha Beach. I think it can also be used to create a trench to move yeah. up. So if you place it and then blow it up, it would create a huge hole in the sand that now you can move up to and then jump into that hole now as a foxhole and kind of right, move right. up. So it's used for a couple of different ways, but yeah, it looks like a bitch to fucking maneuver. And that's what the narrator says. Like he wish he could meet the creator of it. Yeah. Or I feel like this kind
3: of be- real quick. I want to talk, cause I know we're talking about the the numbers and the relays and, and the switch. Right. And, and they're talking about that. And the limb check comes in and this kind of, I feel like speaks back to what what you were talking about, Berg. Where it's like, uh, like maybe I just misunderstood it, but it just seemed like they. It's a theme that they kind of touch on too later, where it's like they just this guy, like that they, they keep talking about the ten thousand dollars that he should have got because the guy died. He should have switched him numbers. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, uh, it just seems so cold I guess like I don't I don't know yeah it
0: is well he's a replacement right and that's what's speaking on what Rob was saying about they were cold to the replacements. yeah yeah. but I um I guess I don't know the film does kind of drive that home uh but yeah it is weird and there is that moment where the guy gets shot and he's like oh you could have totally fucking
3: yeah
0: I mean he would have got killed right after it was like how do you how do you even verify that
2: right yeah Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he takes uh, his. Helmet.
0: It was a spoken thing. That's
3: all. Well, because
2: he he died be- way way before. Um, you know, right. And
3: he didn't even get to do the relay.
0: Right. It was no. like before no. he his was... number wasn't even called yet. No. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But and... I
0: do like how they're all going up there, and Sarge just keeps calling them. What I have an issue with is dude, where's the fucking cover fire? Not once does he call a number, and then everybody fires at wherever the fire is coming from to right. like create some cover for these guys.
2: Well, we don't know if like, because it seems like everyone else is dead. Like the, the ship is being shot is like, it looks like it's on fire. So they, they, uh, like they, like it's on the ship fire. Yeah. everyone, what do you fire. mean? Well, the, the, there was supposed to be rocket launchers, the rocket, the rocket team. No, but like, I
0: mean like our men, they're not shooting when one of their men goes up there with the bandalors. Well, the bandolors. We're, we're I mean, we're, the, seeing, um, we're
2: only seeing one aspect bandolors. of the beach too. There's but other... Rob,
0: nobody's shooting their guns when they're running. That's what I'm saying. If I was going to tell you, hey, grab this pipe and go bring it up there and connect it to this other pipe, but there's enemy fire. You know how to stop some of that enemy fire. You fire back, so now your guy has some cover to like maneuver and go up. Nobody, everybody's just watching as the next guy dies and moves up a little bit
2: further. Right. It's kind of
0: like mm.
2: well, because and now see, this is I think what what's missing with the the theatrical cut versus the reconstruction in the reconstruction, we get to see that there's actually a lot more activity that's going on in the beach. So, there probably is fire that's going up there and it's just more of, like, our guy... Yeah, you're right. Our guys are not firing. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's... Th- these are the guys we're watching, so it's like, they sh- they're they the ones that should be firing cover fire for their own guys. Right. And when... And, and, and Sarge has no problem firing his rifle when he's trying to fucking convince Griff to move up because he's like, Griff, I will shoot you if you just lay there, right? I don't know. It just seemed weird. Maybe they didn't have a vantage point on the enemy because you don't really see the enemy. You just see right. You, you don't
3: now. know exactly where it's coming from.
0: And maybe, I don't know. And
2: maybe maybe that's what it is. Like I just, just would have hit... liked to see
0: some of them like post up and and shoot a couple bullets just to try and cover some of these guys because they're just running out to their death. Yeah, I don't know. So when Griff
3: goes down there, right, and he looks over and he sees that guy.
0: Is that guy? That's a dead Seeing Nazi. Seeing him is dead, or is he like, oh shit, this guy's faking dead? He's no. I think that's the real dead guy. He's just got like his death stare, and it's like shocking to look into his eyes because you know what I mean. Like when a dead body, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, so yeah. I think that's because I, 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 at first glance, I was like, oh shit, is and he? It's like a German. It looks like too a soldier. Like he's looking into the enemy's eyes, but yeah. Regardless, okay. it's a dead body. You know, it's a dead human being. So it's right, like, right. It's shocking Uh, uh when ended with everything else. You're taking fire and then you got your whole crappy team behind you not shooting <laughs> yeah I, <think> <laughs> I don't know man for that sure i just
3: i don't know i got i just for some reason i thought he was like oh this motherfucker is faking it like yeah the numbers because there is that
0: scene later later when there's when that yeah, does yeah, play yeah. out actually so i I think it was just a dead body but he just had to like that was the last look of you know before he died on his face yeah, word. The look sense. of shock but yeah i do think uh we spend that moment in and uh on the beach and then they get through the beach and that, they kind of just cut over the beach too right once the bandolores are cut like that's it they move ahead and then yeah yeah zab meets a person um zab meets one of the a guy that no that reads his book uh um, private kaiser yeah it's one of the new guys that does like rob mentioned does kind of like um Get into the fold a little bit with the boys. Somewhat, they let him in. Well, he
3: kind of cheated. You know what I mean? He's reading dude's book, and they're just fucking. You think that's what it was
0: too? He's like, he's oh, doing for sure, just yeah. to get in.
3: I think he got. I don't know that. I think he was really reading the book, and I yeah. really uh, and I think he's like There's a oh, weird shit. moment with them too. But there. I think that's the reason that he gets further into the group than anybody else is because it's of the book. Yeah, because because it's
0: like, oh shit, he's cool with Zap, so
3: yeah, it's weird.
2: Yeah, so lasts longer too. Yeah,
0: I thought the book was unpublished. So, like, how did no, he get his hands on the book?
3: Well, he was a no, publisher, he right? It. He it. I printed, printed it.
2: it. Yeah, he printed it. Yeah, he's like, I wrote. It's it. like he's he like, found I it. it. So I, I think this. So, the real story is. So this is that book is a book that uh, Sampler actually wrote. He did write like these because uh, he was an author, and um. He uh when he went off to World War Two, he had an unpublished book that he had left for left to his mom. It's like you know, if you can find a publisher, you know, go ahead and publish it for me. She yeah. did, that. and so and like I said the 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 time he gets that letter later. About very the money. yeah, the time frame of this film is very sketchy because it's fast and loose. Yeah, uh, you know what's
3: funny it, is I never really had an issue with the timing of it. Like no, I no, uh,
2: neither. Like, I just
3: took it as like. Um, like it's just they're fucking balls deep in war, and there yeah. really is no getting time. Around. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, the concept of time to them is probably just like what we're watching. Like, oh, because
2: so because from the from the time when he was saying like, oh, well, I'm an author, it's like, well, what have you written? It's like, well, nothing published yet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah right. probably a year the, the, from point A to point B. That's oh, probably uh, a, year, a year
3: at least. I would say,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. and that's where like all of a sudden this new replacement is reading his book and like he this is before that he knows that his mom has published the book right and so, so i was like i wrote
0: that. that makes yeah that makes more sense i didn't connect that like i get it now like oh it had already been published mom just didn't get in the letter yet yeah and this was his first time seeing it out in the wild like what the fuck that's my book yeah 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 okay that, yeah, that so- makes more sense now i get it now
2: because that actually happened to Sam Fuller like there was people that were reading his book that he's like wait how the hell did you get a hold of this <laughs> it was
0: <laughs> yeah
2: so that was a uh, that was that was an actual moment in his life
0: that's pretty funny
2: and that book was a book that he wrote and he did write uh he did write some really interesting books too i, I i've read a few of them hmm. um, so at this
0: point um they're in France they're in france now and we see that it's the same area that sarge was in in the beginning of the movie
2: this scene is intense
1: yeah
0: it is pretty tense yeah so we see that they've come upon um what's it called oh so like sarge is keeping to himself abnormally a little bit um and they've they've noticed that too which is because yeah. that, you know he knows where he is right now yeah
2: right i'll, I'll be so do you think that Tarantino? Saw this movie and like, cause I I when I see this scene like at the 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 Christ at the cross, I keep thinking about um the hate blade, because mm. there's okay. that like you know, it the, is
3: pretty dumb. I mean, I I see what you're saying, but
2: I don't know. no, no, not as far as like the uh the actual scene that takes place, but like the actual the cross itself um because i've only in-
0: seen hateful eight once so i don't know it that ah, okay
2: i've seen it several times i actually like really like that film but yeah, yeah, like I, hate it it like I gotta stuff. watch
0: it again it's good that and glorious bastards i need to watch again
2: i need to watch that again too
0: actually yeah
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh dude yeah and yeah. glorious bastards is so sick what is he telling me? he's like uh when he's trying to get him to point to that place and he's like, he's like, I die first. And he's like, Well, hey, that's fine, because watching Donnie beat you motherfuckers to death with a bat is just the closest thing we get to entertainment around here. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. <pretty> <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, no.
0: So yeah, that scene set up and um they use uh he uses Kaiser as point. They send Kaiser in mm-hmm. uh, to see if it's like just to see what's going on with these dead bodies. Um and it's an ambush, but the Germans kind of lay there and wait, their commanders like telling them to just lay in their positions. He's talking to them over the radio. There's all the smoke and he climbed up the Jesus statue. He's like on the back of it.
2: Yeah. The, um the one thing that was about that. So in the reconstruction, we get a little bit more of like them setting everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's already cause the, the tank was already like blown out and there was actually dead soldiers already there. Yeah.
0: And they're just mixing in with it.
2: Yeah. And this Which is, yeah, yeah, it, it is a smart thing.
0: Yeah, it's a smart play.
2: This is the same German soldier that we've been, uh, yeah. that we kind of missed throughout the film. Like, we only see him a couple of times. Right. This is another time that we see him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's, this is a smart plan. And you already know it's like, something's not right here. Cause then uh, you have Kaiser that goes out on the points, like, that's hey, just a bunch of dead crowds, Sarge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so then they all
0: the- go in to look. Dude, and
3: the way he like detects and uh, figures it out by he's like, look at the color of the piping. like it's just mm-hmm. like he's just so fucking. I' yeah, really like, like an, that. there's part. a
0: dead infantryman inside a tank. like why would this guy be in the tank? He'd be yeah. on the ground. yeah,
3: white is yeah. infantry right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: so and then he realizes like these and these dudes are just all holding their breath pretending to be dead, which is really there's a moment that I, bothers me though that takes me out though because Sarge starts killing him right right and the other guys lay there hearing their guy like the guy next to them being stabbed to death and they just lay there committing to the no, bit see,
2: here's here's what i'm thinking one of the guys is dead and he's just, so he kills Maybe. the living guy first, but I think he stabs the dead guy just to make sure. Fine, but
0: there's still at least two living dudes there. Yeah, only
2: one, there was only one living there guy. There's three
0: in guys pack. in the fucking, no, there was No, one. they he put, they would, I'm
3: pretty sure there's two living ones. Cause yeah, there's at least hands. two
0: guys in there that he kills, and the one dude just sits well, there killed and killed waits to be stabbed to death after, yeah. while his buddy's being stabbed already. Like, you can hear it. I don't know. I kind of was like, all right, like, you didn't. Yeah, fight, try I didn't fight really, back at all." Or? I didn't really think too much about it. But I mean, you're right. That, but his that,
3: that does have his commander
0: but... did say, like, I'll shoot anybody that doesn't stay in their hole and, move right, and right. do what I'm told. So, like, I could understand. Maybe there's some fear in there where he's just like, I got to yeah. maintain my role.
2: Right. Well, and I'm, you I'm have to like, wonder, too. Are these your the same, your life, like too. are these the, are these the same young soldiers that watch him gun down? The other guy? I'm soldier? sure. Yeah, I don't right. think Ooh.
0: that's the same dude you that's supposed to be the same actor you're saying the, the, the leather yeah. german that we see on like, the cross that's the sa- it,
2: it is the same that's guy the yeah. same
0: guy from africa yep. that kills yeah. the other guy. Yep. yeah really yep. yep uh that's see that's weird that doesn't work for me as much i don't know I, it's weird. he's supposed to be the villain of the film technically i don't know man it doesn't uh, to me it just took it as another german guy like uh, just, no, i'm uh, pretty I, sure like guy. you sure it's I, the same guy
3: I, yeah, it it's is. the same guy for sure. I, yeah. I think what it's but like what we're doing here is because it's like there's a there's a lot of fucking storylines that are going on, right? But it's like it, Lee Marvin's character, right, the sergeant, and 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 like kind of his his struggles through life and war, and it's like this this other guy on the other side, this German, is like his exact like it's like they're they're two He's people in kind of the yeah. same cloth, and it's like they're kind of. Like, is it movie magic shit that they end up both being at the same conflicts multiple times? Of course, but it's—I think it's supposed to be so for for us to see. Because in the end, it's the same guy that he stabs at the end.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, there is like this juxtaposition of, and so I think it's supposed to
3: be that. Like, it's like it's like they want it. They, I think it's more for that payoff in the end that we see. Mm, Okay, coming, coming with him the The film. But like Rob, you said
0: the film cuts some stuff that. Would have
2: oh been wait, yeah. There's there's yeah. several interactions with this German soldier that we we miss throughout the film. There's yeah. at least like three or four interactions that okay. they have with him that are cut out completely from the gotcha. theatrical cut. Which kind of like it really shows this guy as an asshole, and you're just like, oh, I cannot wait till Lee Marvin kills uh-huh. yeah I
0: right, we so we this moment goes down. Uh, Lee Mar- Marvin knows that there's there's more Germans waiting now. That dude, that phone call, call is so sick.
3: The and phone he's like, call?
0: yeah. Ugh. And he's like, we're gonna get out of here. Uh yeah, and so he's walking out and then fucking uh, Kaiser kind of blows it because he sees the one guy move. Yeah. And He starts nope. firing on him. Yeah. He well, cause blows even
3: it. I I like it's like you know, he he knew that they were being watched, right? And he calls him and he calls the guy on the phone and he knows it's like the Warriors, remember? Like some don't kind look of code us. to be like, Oh shit, so you're in an ambush, huh? Yeah. Right? But the idea where he where he cause he says something out loud about getting um i'm not too familiar with fucking military ranks so you're gonna have to forgive me here but he talks about getting like p- people above him right mm-hmm. and he's like we got to go grab that whole band of uh whatever he says we and gotta like, we gotta
2: go lead these uh, you know these other like uh officers and shit over you know right all they, we they're, we lost- they're already right lost officers. right
3: down here right and like he makes it uh, audibly clear like yo we're going to go grab a much bigger prize and bring it right back here and mm-hmm. so i think yep. that is the you know that's like part of the reason because i because when he says it you also see the guy that's on the cross kind of like his eyes he's like oh, shit. Yeah, oh yeah, was- yeah yeah because okay.
0: he's because some of his guys are still waiting and lying in wait on the ground
3: right right at yeah. that point yeah um but yeah but I then kaiser that, blows it because if kaiser wouldn't have wouldn't have fucked up right there i i truly think they would have let them walk just
0: completely away yeah. Uh and come back
3: they're gonna bring fucking a bigger prize back
0: yeah
1: exactly it was like
0: that moment with swan and the warriors right he's like i know that they're behind me but if i'm not gonna look and acknowledge that because then they know that i know so for right Right. now we're just gonna keep walking cool yeah and get away from the situation and and like turn the tide back on them the ambush on them but yeah you know he's green so yeah i like that that yeah i like that he kind of blows it and I do like the moment where our guys take the tank, though, and they uh, they use the gun against the Germans. Yeah, yeah. I actually, it reminded me of that scene in Fistful of Dollars with the with the Gatling gun when they pull yep. out the, you know, just yep, sort of okay. like like a moment of a gun just kind of spraying on an open battlefield, a bunch of dudes. Uh, it yes just sir. reminded me for that moment, like that movie. But I do like this scene. Definitely, um, and that guy gets away.
2: Yeah, and then that guy gets away.
0: Well, actually, no wait, He stays up in there.
2: Yeah, He stayed pregnant, there for a little and that's while. that's when the French
0: lady shows up with her husband.
2: Yeah, that's when he runs. The
0: pregnant lady, yeah. He runs yeah. after the baby's being born. Man. So <laughs> th- th- we got to talk about this scene, bro. This, this French lady so shows up with her husband. Her husband keels over. I guess maybe he's dead or whatever. Yeah. He gives some explanation of what's going on. He's trying. His wife's about to deliver the baby. The only thing they could think of is Sarge says, put her in the tank. We'll clear out the tank. We'll put her in there. Johnson, you're delivering the baby because I could see that you have some medical experience.
3: Yeah, because well, he had just told them that he did medical yeah. Uh-huh. somewhere. Yeah.
0: So meanwhile, the Germans up there in the statue still just kind of eavesdropping, doesn't know what to do with the situation. And I was wondering, too, if Sarge thought like, well, I'm going to I'm going to make sure this baby's born. Right. You know, it kind of redeems me for when I killed yeah. that dude at this around the same location, you know, yeah. years yeah, and years yeah, exactly. ago. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> this scene of Johnson, Johnson using a cheesecloth as a mask. Yeah. Yep, Sarge putting condoms on his finger. It's just yep. all so ridiculous. And they're using ammo belts to like hold. As her stirrups. Up as stirrups, yeah. And Sarge <laughs> is saying, Pussy, Poussey. As he's yeah. like,
1: Pussy, pussy. Yeah, as
0: he's like, yeah. And he's like, I'll take it's over not... the Pousses, which yeah. is supposed to mean push, but he's like pushing on her. And he's like, Dude, and she's moaning like as if it's an orgasm. It's the most sexual birthing scene I've ever seen in my life. This is it's pretty this weird. Is, it's overly I sexualized for some I'll reason. I'll be
2: honest, I could have done without this scene, to be It's honest. so weird, bro. It felt
0: so weird. And this is what I mean about this film. This is one of the things. It's a weird birthing scene. Like, they deliver well, the baby, it, though. And that's the beautiful part is, like, they do deliver the baby. That right, could have been directed so yeah. much better, though.
2: This is an extended scene in the Reconstruction because, like, so <laughs> when he's saying like, what's French for push? Pussy, it's like yeah. all right, and then you have John saying, "Pussy, pussy, I it's, know, like, it's so it's heavy not hand Pussy, hand. you numbskull! It's pussy. You know, it's like, it's
0: that like, scene should have been thought about a little bit better. I think it just yeah. doesn't play right.
2: Yeah, it's like it, it could have been well. One, it could have been played better, or we could have just not had this in.
0: If you played it, play it like dramatic, and you know, like medical, like. More like a medical moment where, like, he's really struggling to bring this baby into the world, and then they do, and it's like a miracle of, like, look at us, a bunch of soldiers, we brought a baby into, right? And, brought, and I like in,
3: the idea. in a it tank, like,
0: always take life, being
3: you know, being responsible for
0: bringing life,
3: right? Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's,
0: yeah, it makes sense, in the, and like, it's a moment for our soldiers too. Like, yeah. look what the fuck we did. Like, we've seen all this shit, right? But now there's a moment where we just witnessed a miracle. You know what I mean? mm with Hmm symbolism that's right but
2: uh yeah this this i i agree with you heidelberg but this i said we get one of the
0: weirdest scene. birthing scenes i've ever seen in my life
2: yes this is one of the weirdest fucking things i've ever seen Who Pouss- uh, said this is a
0: birthing scene this is like what a dude who has no idea how babies are born writes a scene about babies yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i think this is how it's done right they push on it right like, poussay, yeah poussay. And tell her to push right
1: give there's, me some hot hot water, water. Hot? there's
0: always hot water right give me some hot water I've, I've still yet to know what, what's, what did we do with the hot water? <laughs> yeah, nothing. Just, you know, washing the baby off with it, or is it used for us? Yes, yeah. I've always wondered, what are we doing with this hot water?
2: Exactly. Like, what the fuck is the hot water about? I don't we need get hot,
0: it. If I'm ever in an elevator and there's a woman who's pregnant, I'm just going to shout out. I need hot water in and in a cloth. Like the club. I, I don't know why i just know I that think it, not... i think it relaxes the muscles okay? yeah. it just kind of makes everything well, just... yeah that, See, that, we that. put her in the hot water like here sit in this or yeah <laughs> like, how does it work i don't know right in jacqueline we need to hear from you
2: yeah jacqueline well, tell us t- tell us what the hot our water baby's
0: is born jacqueline we need to be taught <laughs> i know there's some pussy involved but yeah yeah <laughs> anyway enough of three men and a baby sorry rob i got where's ted dancing yeah but yeah no this it's a cool scene but it's definitely undercut a little bit by this weird comedic moment too that's yes odd um then the next scene we cut to the moment where they're they're, they have to go to the hospital like the mental hospital for something Mm -hmm. it's being occupied by german
2: this is also kind of like similar to our. Um, They're using it as in a base. Tunis with the uh, with the unmarked hospital. Uh-huh. These Germans have taken over this place, and are essentially holding these these um, mentally challenged people hostage.
0: Yeah, but no, no, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we get they they go to the place with the mentally challenged uh, people, and the Nazis are like t- taking it over. They're basically being like treated as guests. It looks like almost, you know what I mean? Like, there's not much uh resistance i think it's just sort of like well we still have it, our job to do with treating the inmates and as long as we're allowed to treat our inmates we'll certainly like you know we'll cook for you and stuff like that talking about like
3: with this
2: the fryer, this is also really weird too like what's going on here
0: the asylum's still being run as an asylum but the germans are sort of just hanging out there and they
3: are really harassing only the inmates see
2: one guy the, um, huh no like
1: there are
3: all the germans guys there and you see the one friar. like that's pretty much all you oh see yeah there. i
0: don't know yeah about that that's
3: true. So I
2: I, I have a feeling have. that these people are well, obviously the people who are mentally challenged, they don't know what's going on. But you have uh you have a resistance member who is pretending to be the lady in red, right? The lady in red. Oh she, she is. is, okay. Uh Walloon is her name. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, so
0: that's the lady. That's right. That's why they went there. Yeah, because yeah. he
3: calls and says, we got someone on the inside says we can that's
0: take right. Ryan. Now like, it explains yeah. why she had the fucking knife, too, because I was like, oh, yeah. what is
2: this lady? So They, 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 they have a certain German like that. soldiers that are holding this bell tower
0: mm-hmm. and the... Uh, she sees them coming. I like that moment. Yeah,
2: And, and, so, but like, and so, like, yeah. the, there's some intelligence that the sergeant gets, like, hey, we got to take this place because they are taking advantage of these people for one but they're using it as a uh, as a guise to attack um they're using uh, it as an outpost, outpost basically. yeah
0: and they're yeah. moving they're moving out in and out of it to strike you know and then use it as a home base kind of
2: right yeah and so they find like the one guard the sergeant sneaks up on him, stabs him. That right guy's him. like
0: sleeping against a tree. Like you're fucking sloppy, bro. Well, I me a, it's probably an easy it's, shift. You know what I mean? That's why they let. Yeah,
2: because well, I, I, how many how many Allied soldiers are coming there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: and then she sees that, so she's like, "All right, I'm going into motion." And she takes her little fucking razor blade out of her doll,
2: and so, she's got got slicing in throats,
0: throats,
2: bro. Dude, she's awesome. She's a cool yeah, character.
0: It's pretty cool. It's played like very like almost like a horror film. The yeah. way she's like twirling yeah,
3: around. Yeah, this th- like,
2: this scene is really Americans cool. Is and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Americans Yeah, the Americans are. They coming. don't believe her, obviously, they're right? And so, they're like, "Get out of here,
3: you hurts. fucking crazy
1: Yeah,
0: so I like that. And then she'll just like loop around them and cut their throat. Plus, they're like, some of the guys are obviously like into her because she's like an attract- attractive, semi attractive woman. Especially you know, if she's like crazy. No, but I mean, like the Nazi dudes, because you can see yeah. the, like, oh, yeah, her, so, yeah, yeah, the only woman dancing. that's
3: like in uh, like uh, middle age. Right. I mean, yeah. every every other the rest of
0: the inmates are definitely easy. like super out of it. Right. Like Yeah. Falling on the floors and stuff. But then there's this shootout in the cafeteria where like when the, our Americans get into the building and they're like looping around and they they see the Germans in the um, cafeteria eating alongside the mentally ill, the mentally ill are on one side getting their breakfast as the Germans are on the other side. This is it's a weird, scene. weird shot scene, huh? It
3: is weird. Yeah. This is
0: it's such a
2: weird scene. Like, it's what so weird because these-
0: there's, there's this shootout happens because the Germans, there's some Germans that are coming around the corner and they see the Americans spying on this cafeteria. And then they kind of force the issue where that now the now the Americans need to go into the cafeteria because they're, they're yeah. being closed in on. And there's a shootout, and it's so weird. The Germans are shooting, there's bullets spraying everywhere, and the, all the mentally ill are just still eating and right. talking to one another. It's just wild. Well, like,
2: if you think about it, they, they don't know any better. No, but
0: some of there. them definitely do actually know better. Like, there's a really good chance, unless they're lobotomized, like, there's plenty. Of good, they they do have self preservation. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, those do, there's a good deal of them that would have run for cover Absolutely. And, and recognize danger when it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: i'm I'm not saying that like if i think i think there may be
0: one or two of them maybe wouldn't have noticed if the guys who are really out there but there's several in there that look like they would have totally just been like oh shit like loud noises that scares me i'm running or exactly anything
2: Yeah, maybe yeah, you're right. I'm just like that bullets sh- are
0: like going around their heads and stuff, and it's they're just
3: eating. they are laughing, laughing. just eating. Yeah, they're just like, ha
0: ha, you shot my hat off. Like it was, <laughs> <definitely an attempt laughs> at, it was
1: definitely an attempt.
3: It was definitely an attempt at humor <clears throat> that was just definitely fell. Away
0: I didn't. Before. Yeah, and maybe it's supposed to be. It's it's nowadays too. It's like humor at the expense of like these mentally ill uh, people. I don't know. Like so
2: we get we in the reconstruction we get a little bit more here because obviously we see grip who kind of covers Walloon. Mm-hmm. um well they end up having a sex scene after after everything that happens. would i'm glad that's cut because that feels tacked on too
1: yeah it and was definitely like, well, implied the guy who can't pull like, the trigger
0: though. can all of, all of a sudden now pull a trigger with the woman yeah. you know <laughs> what I mean? that one that one doesn't work for his character to me you're having a moment of conflict and and like your confidence is low and all of a sudden you're scoring like that's not no
2: Yeah, of all the soldiers, Rip is someone that's. Yeah, that wouldn't
0: have made sense to me. It's the Italian guy from New York. Those are the guys that score. Word. Word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not biased at all.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Bazinga. (laughs) I do understand. I'd really like because he he mentions a line too about like. uh, because even the you know one of the people that are are mentally ill there grabs the gun and he's like I'm sane I'm sane oh yeah shooting like right you guys.
2: I that's the other thing I didn't know I didn't I didn't know what to do with that character is he was he a uh, was he an infiltrator as well was he a resistance? no mentality?
3: definitely not yeah, he, was he was just definitely mentally ill there mentally ill there <clears> gets the gun and is firing off and it was and I get it it makes sense for the message that they're trying to send. Because right after that, they say when you are in a situation and you can't tell the insane from the non insane, like that's war. And so, so I understand like the, the purpose of it. It just, it, uh, I mean it, for the time that the movie was made in, it was, it it is what it is. Right. But it's, it for sure is a little clunky.
0: Yeah. 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 But, you know, I
3: do understand it for the point that they are making there. Right. Because he is saying, like, yeah, it's a fucking crazy time. Mm -hmm. And you are put in these situations that are literally insane and you're expected to just continue to go about life as, you know, it's it's.
0: uh... Yeah. And pretend you you didn't see half the shit that you just saw. Right. It's In wild. Four to seven years, or however I long. Couldn't, I
3: couldn't. I couldn't imagine. It's yeah. it's it's wild. But I I so I do like it for that messaging and that understand. Like it, mm-hmm. I feel like it's you know trying to bring light to a, a, a topic that even still today is something yeah. that is heavily discussed. You know
0: they yeah. do take over the asylum though, and um, right, and then we get like we get some moments with them. Uh, we get a moment with Kaiser. Yep, they're kind of talking together, and Kaiser's yeah. uh, Kaiser's a silly guy. He says he's into yeah. cold, cold butt stuff. Yeah, a nice <laughs> like nice They're talking about boobs or whatever, and he's like, "I like a nice butt," and you, know, you just right. kind of stick it out the window in the breeze, all
3: and... that thing out all night
0: long. Yeah, baby. and then he's just gonna throw it out, you know, which is like weird. Uh, and I then they get either. they get some uh, mortar strikes coming yeah. from the trees, and uh, Kaiser gets hit. Right? Yep. <clears throat> now those mortar strikes hit the trees. <clears throat> <clears throat> they were that's supposed to be like bastone yeah uh like when they're in the I, woods I, in World yeah, War II and the Germans were so. like, shelling yeah. the trees right
2: yeah because they didn't know where those they they weren't like attacking them specifically they were just they knew that there were soldiers in the woods mm-hmm. and they figured and they were, if they blow out this,
0: the trees they'll fall, people, they'll fall on people they'll splinter and hit people like they'll do more damage uh, yeah yep. which was actually a smart thing to do when you can't really see your enemy yeah, yeah it was a smart thing to do and a lot of people did get hurt through those those strikes um but yeah, Kaiser gets hit. And then later the boys, they party and screw yep. a bunch of Belgian women.
2: Yeah. There,
3: another, this is after so, he gets reason. his money, right? This is where he's already found out that he's sold yeah. the book. He's yeah, got the money because he so. talks about that whole conversation was uh, with Kaiser was like, Before yo, we're all throwing this water crazy water fuck water. party. Yeah. And I want all of you to tell me how you want to fuck these ladies. And like, yeah. that's kind of where that conversation stemmed from. And then like you're talking about, we see that played out now. The party is going on, and yeah,
0: and Sarge is hanging with like an older woman too, like the yeah, one yeah, yeah, who runs the place. This
2: out. is in the uh, in the reconstruction. This is an extended scene too, because there's a whole does bunch he hook of up
0: people. with that older lady? Because in this, they just show him like hanging out with her while she plays the piano. So.
2: Yeah, no, the, the, there's a whole bunch more that happens, and there's also what turns out to be uh, an infiltration from like a German soldier, and so a
0: female the, like infiltration or just a male guy infiltration
2: there was like one It's like wait they're like who are you again because because he was dressed in a american uniform and they just initially thought he was a replacement but it turns out it's like when they started questioning him it's like wait a second you're not you're not one of us and they uh hmm. and I think like the uh, he
0: ordered three shots and he did it wrong with the wrong fingers, right?
2: It's yeah. something like, yeah, it was, it was something to the equivalent of that <laughs> where they knew it's like, wait, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. You're dead. And they kill them.
0: Yeah. But um, so they do get their night of rest here. They party with the Hardy with the girls and they get a night of rest. And then there's more fighting the next day. Yeah. And they're back in there. Um, We get a cool scene of them kicking down doors. And we get this zoomed in look on each of their faces as they're all kicking down a separate door, mm-hmm. and then we see what they're seeing is um, they're finding, yeah, found, oh, Holocaust survivors
2: because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they, they they're they're like
0: appalled by what they're saying. But so now
2: they're in Czechoslovakia, Yep. and yeah, what turns out to be a death camp. And I, I was talking about John with this, where they had labor camps in Germany because mm-hmm. of for, for things, but all the death camps were outside of Germany yeah they were in poland they were in czechoslovakia they were in all these other well, that's places. where they were
0: around that's where they were grabbing all the people
2: from you know true but like they the reason why they had them outside of germany is so that the nazis knew what was going on
0: but the germans didn't
1: but, you but know, the Germ- germans and german assume.
2: people the populace did not know what was happening
1: mm, yeah
2: and that's where like you know the the when you have like a movie like the i don't know if you guys have seen the uh the nuremberg trials Have you seen that movie? I don't think so. Well, we should talk about that film because there is, there is a good question. It was like, how far do you go in, um, you know, punishing the people that were involved? (laughs) And how
0: how far? far, Well, like, where does the punishment lie? Exactly. Like, 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 you know, who's to blame and who knew what and stuff like that's hard to figure. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like after a certain point, like who knew what? And you don't want to
0: be punishing and killing innocents either.
2: Exactly. It's like, hey, I, and this is the reason why, like uh, all the death camps were like way outside of Germany. They were in occupied territories that Germany took.
0: Yeah, I don't even think intelligence had like anything, any knowledge of these things. We just happened to stumble upon them.
2: Yeah. And, and our guys, and, this, and that's
0: how they were reported.
2: Yeah. And Sam Fuller, he actually, this particular camp that was in Czechoslovakia, he, oh, he actually has footage of that, uh, of, them liberating this camp he was taking footage of like what was going on and they when they liberated this camp he saw all of this stuff Hmm. he filmed it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so there's that moment where we see griff there's a shot of griff he's approaching a building he fired at a officer that or someone and he's chasing after him and there's a really good moment of uh there's a good shot though of him approaching the building and he's got his back up to it and it's shot from an angle from like under him And it shows a building behind him. And it's just like a really nice moment of cinematography. I thought this looks good. Because there's tension building. You can see it on his face. And you know he's about to round the corner and go in and after that guy. Mm -hmm. And I was also getting, like, Saving Private Ryan moments. Like, towards the end of that, you know, that one um, guy, the the, uh, Jewish soldier who had to go upstairs and go after the guy. And they have that fight. So it reminded me of that for a moment, yeah. Yeah, um, because we
2: we finally see Griff hold the fucking trigger. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, he finds the guy hiding in one of the ovens. And the guy had the jump on him, though. Like, the guy was pulling the trigger, but he misfires. Yeah.
3: Well, or he was out or something was going he on. Was out he out of ammo he, or something, he yeah. He pulled that shit, like, three or four times.
0: Yep. And then fucking Griff just unloads on him and just keeps unloading on him. And I, I like, like that... he's unloaded too many bullets, though, for that smaller clip for that rifle. I'm not positive. Oh, he definitely yeah. fired, like, fucking 600 shots for sure. Dude.
2: Yeah. I mean he, he unloaded like several clips into that guy. Yeah. And I even the yeah like... You see the
0: two at least.
2: And the Sarge was proud of him was like, you got him, buddy.
0: I mean, I think the Sarge was sort of like trying to talk him down. Like, you got him, buddy. Like you can stop shooting. And then I think it was like And then bro, when like... he loaded up the next mag, the that's when Sarge kind of walks away like uh, he's gone. Like this guy's fucking far gone, kinda. Of. Yeah. I don't think he was, like proud of him, sort of. He was kind of like trying to talk down the situation. Well, see,
3: because that's what's weird. It's like in that instance when cuz they you it's it's hard to really understand what it is but he you hear the shot right and they go to every single person they go to all four of them besides him and it's the shot and then it's like they all it's them kind of like turning and then the shot and then the next guy and it's like it's like they all knew exactly who it was
0: who was shooting and it's like they're like oh he it's like this an abundance of shooting. And like, obviously you can tell it's like overkill.
3: Well, it's like, I don't know if it is. It, is it the same shot? It's all of them reacting to the same shot. in that first one, it's all them knowing like, oh shit, Griff did it. He sees he's, he's, he's overcome it. And I don't know. It's... Cause it
0: sounds like the same gun just over and over again. Yeah. So I felt yeah. like they could and tell that, like, oh, like something.
2: I up. also wonder too, because all these characters <laughs> are, are versions <laughs> of our director. Did this happen to our director? Because he doesn't talk about this. But I wonder, did he face a similar situation? Did he, like, just... Did he... uh, come? Because he came upon this death camp. Did he find a soldier that he just fucking unloaded on... Again and again and again. It's totally
3: possible. Obviously, yes.
2: yeah. And a lot of yeah. That's
0: that's kind of how how I read it too. it Was like also yes. Like these are these are the people to blame for these atrocities that we just kind of stumbled upon. And our group's different after finding the yeah survivors. So yeah, it's definitely like a, gives. It's one of the reasons why maybe he cracks a little bit here too. Is because of this like this. He's just taking out the garbage, and he's sort of just like yeah, just. I don't know.
2: I mean, obviously, like war is hell, but like this is like on another level. Them discovering what has been happening to these people.
0: Yeah, this. That, it, I, yeah, yeah. There's no preparing yourself for that. Um, no human and, being should have to see any of that,
2: right. right? And Tarantino. Tarantino talks about this scene too. Like in the, <laughs> there's a documentary about Sam Fuller, and uh, that Tim, uh, not um, Tim Robbins, and Tarantino were involved in, and he talks about like this is Luke Skywalker is just, is Facing true evil at this point mm-hmm. because it is Mark Hamill's character, Griff, <clears throat> opening up those ovens and discovering like real evil. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, just the look
0: of those ovens. ovens. Yeah, Fuck even before is. they're opened, just the outside of them and ha- what it means. Like just the uh, the setting. Uh, it yeah, it's heavy, ominous. Yeah, yeah,
2: and it's like we we know based on yeah, we history, know like, for... what that meant, but man, like what like he is just like figuring out like what what's going on here what
0: happened yeah like what's what's yeah what's transpired here
2: Fuck, man like that has it's got to gotta
0: be in the air too you know what i mean you can see the smoke oh i'm sure yeah
2: dude well even before, i think he's gonna
0: turn it up and on and roast this dude that's what i thought was gonna happen
2: yeah even before they took that camp you saw <clears throat> the black smoke they were burning people already
0: yeah. and we saw the people that they freed too oh, dude. um but yeah, so the, the Griff kind of loses it at the very end there unfortunately.
2: The Sarge loses it too.
0: A little bit, yes, at the very yeah. end too. Uh, so he see he's um Sarge rescues a young Jewish survivor, a uh, little kid, kind of nurses him out of the bed, right, and feeds yeah. him ha- has a moment with him by the water uh feeds them and gives them some water um but they also do say like a lot of these people that are emaciated and stuff. you can't just give them food right away and stuff. you'll blow up their stomachs right right or whatever right, right? like you have to wean them into like um, you know what you know, hydration and substance. you can't just unload on them um totally. unfortunately they'll gorge themselves but yeah he um he rescues this little kid and he gives him some food and water and sard sits with them and then he puts them on his shoulders and they're walking, and the kid just dies on his shoulders, like kills yeah. over. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. I wasn't anticipating it. Yeah, there,
2: there's like a there's a little bit more of like an interact in the reconstruction. <clears throat> I don't know if it's in the theatrical version, but like there's this interaction, like where now I don't know if this is like in the sergeant's head head or there, there was some sort of like imagination here, where the sergeant and him were having like this moment in the like kind of like oh the kid's okay. And I mean he, he
0: looks kind of okay when they're eating at the water. Yeah.
2: Okay, so that that is in the theatrical version. <laughs> he too.
0: looks healthier. Even yeah, when he right. lifts him up, I'm like, "Oh, he looks all right." Yeah. I
2: wonder if that's in his imagination and the kid is already dead. I I thought that maybe
0: he he made a mistake of like feeding him and giving him food uh like food right away. Like maybe it wasn't a good move, a move and the kid kind of It was on death's door anyway, you know what I mean? Right.
2: That's dude, that that scene fucking wrecked
0: me he brought man. like a moment of happiness to this kid i think before his death which i think is is still a good deed
2: you think that, right. that kid was gonna die anyways no yeah i think what?
0: so it was just like he, his last moments he spent with sarge you know yeah and he was happy and sarge was like you could tell sarge is super hurt though when the kid passed oh, yeah him. and they even say in the narration that he walked around for a, a half an hour before he put the kid down and buried right. him yep.
1: because Yeah. because he couldn't
0: just he just couldn't come come to grips with the fact that like this kid just died on his shoulders it is a tough scene. It's definitely it one of those really moments.
2: Really rough, and like you see, like all our characters are <laughs> kind of separated at that point because they're they're they dealing are. with what's happening. Mm-hmm. Here. And the because we're following the Sarge at this moment, and we just see we see the Sarge. It, it's now dark, and this is you know pretty much the end of the war. This is you know at the yeah uh, the tail end of the European theater of yeah. World War II. We're
0: in what forty four at this moment. Forty five. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: I think it's uh, May of forty five. Okay. And uh, we see our uh, the this German soldier that we've been that has been the antagonist of the entire film, which we we're actually missing a whole uh, a whole another scene with him, where he ends up like the, uh At a at a castle that this like one lady is running and like kind of helping, I don't know if she's like a like running a brothel or whatever, but there's something like where he ends up like killing this lady because she doesn't like she she's not giving her whole to Adolf Hitler like because the war Mm -hmm. is coming to an end in the European theater, and so she she is like, well, why you know are we going to kill ourselves because you know Germany's losing. And because she doesn't give her loyalty, he shoots her and all this stuff. And I'm like, kind of glad
0: his stuff's cut out. To be honest, it all sounds like kind of lame. Like I don't know, it just doesn't sound like it's all developed. A- a no,
2: yeah, you're right enough it, where
0: it, like it really there's, adds there's to, a to make want- a film three hours long. It just doesn't feel like it's enough to warrant that runtime. I-,
2: I would recommend watching the reconstruction cut just to see like what it's like. I because, don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to me i'm i'm good oh enough God. with that's this a... one film <laughs> you're like <laughs> i'm not gonna watch three hours dude. more of a film that i don't enjoy that much two hours like yeah, as much yeah. As I, you know what i mean uh, no okay. way bro uh, that's your psycho like that and when we review the movie i want you to review this version not that fucking three hour version we're not reviewing this. i'm
2: just giving you using it as
0: a frame of reference to tell the listeners of the difference
3: Robbie, fucking pervert yeah <clears throat>
0: yeah <laughs> I give it a ten I out of ten because it's the three-hour version. The epic. Context. I know, I know you are. No, I get it. I'm just busting your chops. And, and hey man, if you got two. Of, you got two balls. bro. So I can bust one of them. The other one, I'll, yeah, that's I'll right. Off you the can throw, earth, throw you know?
3: one. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta. I mean, you gotta dig deep. If you're gonna be an archaeologist, you gotta get all the info. So I gotta, gotta do sure. all the
2: digging. All right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> stick to stick to the stick. I like it.
2: But anyways, that German soldier that we've been seeing throughout the film. He ends up, uh, he's the soldier is like, oh, the the war is over. He's holding up the, uh, he's speaking in German. He's holding I think up. he's the, holding
0: a leaflet up or something. That's the leaflet yeah, that the war of, yeah. is
2: over. And Lee Marvin is just over it. He, the sergeant yeah. is fucking over it. He stabs this dude right in right. the gut. Which is
3: just like our opening scene. I think it's
0: important to, to... Bingo! Yeah. It it's the same exact scenario. Yeah. The war yeah. is over and here comes Sarge and Sarge fucking shivs the guy. And yeah. then, you know, the, his his uh, his guys start calling out to him, yeah. And they're finding so out lighting up the cigars. And I was like,
2: "What did I tell you about lighting up shit in the middle of the night?" It's like yeah. Yeah. it doesn't matter. Course, like, the war's, the war's over. over.
0: Yeah, yeah. Midnight. So we get this at- moment where, yeah, they're like, "Oh, this guy's still warm," and he's like, "He's dead." Uh, what did he say? Oh, did not you think he knew the war was over or something like that, or what, yeah. what was it? The sergeant so well, he-
2: know the war's over, but do you know that did this guy know?
0: Yeah, and he's um, like, he did. Right. He did, yeah. He tells him. Then they life. realize he's alive, and Sarge makes the decision not to keep. Johnson working. goes he's and he checks, like he's
2: alive. He's still alive, right?
0: Yep. And they run. Which back is Griff. Griff him. is the one looking at him, right? Yep. And they all rally around and fucking patch him up. Which is like I, I kind of spoke
3: to it earlier, but that's that's what that's what the message to me was. The main thing I pulled from the film is that war history just repeats itself. And it's like, and here's a guy who's gone, who's gone through this, and he's going through it. And it's like, if you know the past, then you know the future. You know, but his humanity
0: still showed. You know, I mean, Uh, yeah, it was
3: definitely he was able wasn't broken
0: enough at the very end when he was given the chance to do do it different. different. He did. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and then the guys, you know, his
2: guys help him. Too. yeah the guys Since that he's you, been through the you, war right if now. you die i'm gonna choke you to death or some shit. yeah like yeah that. he's
3: like you're gonna live or he, he tells him yeah you're gonna live or all fucking choke you to death yeah something like that
0: the way i took it too no he says something about it's like he wants this german soldier to live so that he could face his crimes like the atrocities that we saw now yeah yeah holocaust survivors because he says you're it sounds like to me he says you're going to live long enough to blow off your own head like you're going to deal with your own grief of this. Like you're going to deal with the crimes that you committed. You know what I mean? As you grow as an old man, whether it's in a jail cell, whatever happens, right. like basically maybe these visions will, you know, come back to you and you'll end up killing yourself or whatever, or the charges that you face, will, you know, you'll be executed or something like it. Basically felt to me like he's going to make sure that you're going to pull through, but then you're going to also face the music. Yeah. Of what you yeah. Did As like, you know, one of the fucking killer Killer Nazis, not just some guy following rules, but you know Yeah a, exactly. a dude who knows what's going on and is okay. a true Nazi, yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
1: But, but yeah, I do
0: like the the kind of symbolism too of like it's the same scene played out from the beginning. I do like that book ending of the uh film. I think that's a good way to structure the film that with the narration that brings us from that scene to this scene. I yeah. thought Sarge was gonna die or something like saying? that, because like we're not getting we're getting the tale of Sarge, but not from Sarge. So I was like, "Oh, there's gonna be a moment where he dies," and yeah. then we got Revenge of the Nerds, uh, Point X or whatever, telling the story now. Right. Uh, yeah. What was it? Was that his? What was his name in Revenge? Yeah. Revenge? Was it Point X?
2: No. It, well, oh, in uh, in Revenge of the Nerds.
0: Yeah, I can't remember his name.
2: Fuck, oh, I I haven't seen that movie in a uh, decade. It's been
0: a long time since I saw that movie but
2: he was in all the revenge of the nerds too
0: well he was like the main one
2: yeah
0: uh lewis that was it lewis
2: lewis yeah
0: lewis anyway yeah point extra was a different guy
2: but yeah that's our film um, yeah that's
0: like the, the end uh and that's it yeah they carry uh, him off and that's it
2: yeah you know it's uh The obviously like the reconstruction film was the intended vision for Fuller because this this was really like one of his this is one of his last films. He um, he had done a film with Warner Brothers uh, previously called Merrill's Marauders kind of which is dealing with um, I think it's dealing with the Pacific Theater. And he had had an intended version a vision for that. And Warner Brothers cut the shit out of that. And he was so pissed. It's like fuck you Warner brothers fuck you Jack Warner hmm. and so but this was a this is the film that he always wanted to create and he did get the um he did get the chance to film the big red one and he filmed it the way that he wanted to yeah uh, there's also like a scene too like where fuller makes an appearance in his own film where he's a cinematographer kind of like kind of capturing some of the footage of like what's happening in the war and so the actors were all in. They they liked what the vision was. Damn. And they were actually really excited because you have Lee Marvin, who's a World War II veteran, who was in the Pacific Theater. And you have Sam Fuller, who was in the European Theater. And they would tell these war stories. And they like the guys, the actors were getting into it. And it's like, damn, this is so cool that we're, we're filming all this stuff. And when the film actually came out and they cut the shit out of it, one sam fuller was really pissed he was so disappointed with i mean
3: did he really expect them to let like a fucking three-hour movie fly like this yeah
2: because there was an intention for like because the way that he filmed it he had intended it it seemed like it was one of those things where he kind of got fucked over
3: okay
2: and because the whole script was that way the actors seemed like they were like they were disappointed, like they were devastated that they cut the film to shit because hmm. like we didn't we filmed all this stuff. And like it was it was important for them. The actors felt it was important that we they they had done all this stuff. Sure. Yeah. They cut all this stuff out. And so everyone was like, it's really like saddened by what had happened. And there was uh, documentaries or, or interviews that were done with Sam Fuller who had talked about, you know, this was the vision for my film. It didn't happen. There was like this. Uh, I don't think he remembered how long it was. He's like, yeah, there was like this four hour cut. And the people who were interviewing him was like, oh, that sounds awesome. Like we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. And But the footage was thought to be had been lost. Got it. And because like the interviews were done. Yeah, like ten years after the movie was done, it's like, well, the footage is lost. Like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. And come around like 2000, like you know, 20 years after the film comes out, they discovered like all this extra footage of. Well, they had the script, and then it's like, hey, I have the, all this extra footage of Sam Fuller's The Big Red One. you want to? This is year what, many years after his death. You when know, did
0: Sam pass it. away?
2: He, d- I think he died in the early 90s. I think it okay. was like 91
0: or two. Marvin died in 87.
2: Yeah, he died very, very young too.
0: So <laughs> only seven years after this. He was only yeah. 63. So he was in his yeah, 50s. He
2: didn't, he didn't do many films after, after this one either. <clears throat> he was so in so his was 50s like, when
0: he made this. So that yeah. black and white scene is a 50-year-old guy trying to look like he's 22.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black and white covers up a lot of issues, dude. I yeah, that was apparently, That's what they think of. When <laughs>
3: <stop. And> this <laughs> film started off black and white.
2: I was like, "Fuck!"
0: I thought I was watching the wrong version because I'm like, I've seen the trailers. It's in it's in color.
2: Yeah, no, like, you you were funny. watching the right version. But anyways, so everyone was devastated about like how it was how it was cut. Mm-hmm. The uh, so the people who had interviewed Sam Fuller, like there were several documentaries done about Sam Fuller, and they knew about this like. I filmed all this amount, but like they thought the footage was lost. And then there was uh like 20 years later, there was uh, footage that was discovered of the film. And it's like they were just saying like, oh, it's just going to be like Panzer tanks just running through the desert for hours, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there were full on scenes. All these fucking missing scenes. And it's like, oh, we can make this reconstruction happen mm-hmm. that Fuller wanted. And they, I mean, it's a they, cool
0: idea that they did that. Maybe they, I'll cut so it out.
2: They re so there was some sound missing, they re-added sound. They were able to they had pretty much all the 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 film of, or the the scenes. So they kind of like they worked on the sound, they they kind of uh, reconstructed the film, put it together and based off of the script that Fuller had, the original script that Fuller had that uh which they had access to. They were able to put together his real vision for the film and they put it together for cans, the, the Cannes film festival in 2004, they put it together. And this is the, uh, this is the, the blu-ray that I have of it. This is the, the version that they put out in nice. 2000. Is it the theatrical
0: version on there also?
2: Yeah, it has both the theatrical okay. and the reconstruction. So That's you can cool. watch it both ways. The, uh, so all this, all the scenes that are the original theatrical cut, are in 4k but the uh the reconstruction is just like regular sd so you can definitely tell like where the cuts are Uh, is it an
0: hd at least so the reconstruction is in
2: regular standard definition
0: really oh that's boo-boo everything else i'm definitely not watching it i'm a high definition kind of guy i'm 4k all day baby let's go but
2: it looks good i'll I'll just admit they, they put it together really well um and they were the the people who put it together is like uh, one, his daughter was really happy that they were able to put this thing together. Uh, the actors were happy that it came together because they were devastated by the, the theatrical cut and the people who ended up putting the reconstruction together, were like, yeah, we get to put Sam Fuller's real vision out there for his, this, cause this is, this is his magnum opus. This is what he really wanted to put out in the universe was the big red one, because mm-hmm. this was his story i got you well yeah it sounds like like yeah it's not a perfect film but they uh, i'm really happy that they put this out
0: yeah i mean uh it sounds like if you really enjoyed the film or if you just want to check out like what the original vision was it sounds like that's a cool get that dvd that blu-ray man
2: yes absolutely
0: definitely sounds like a cool feature to see the original work put together and the way that they did it like you said they used the script as like a bones to Kind of piece together. All right, this is the setting. This is the, the 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 order that the these scenes that we found are supposed to go into, so right. that they could edit them back into a cohesive uh narrative. That's interesting. It's definitely interesting. So, mind, uh, uh tell us how you feel about this film.
2: Yeah, I was. I was well, I was going to explain our rating system, a rating system yeah, because I'm going to rate.
0: Yeah, let's let's do that for the listeners. So,
2: from top to bottom, we are because we do things a little differently here on the Cinemigos. Yeah, we do. Uh, from top to bottom, we are. Instant classic, buy it, rent it, just watch the trailer and never ever watch this shit. Hmm. So, uh, well, I have a couple ratings here. So, if I'm just going off the theatrical cut, I'm gonna go with the just buy it. But the the reconstruction adds a lot of context for me. The reconstruction is a buy it slash instant classic. This to me is one of the one of the great World War II movies it has some it has its flaws it's not perfect by any means but i love the the cast i like the vision this is not a um this is not a heroic film in any way it's about survival mm-hmm. and i think that sam fuller's vision really gets put uh put onto film of what he's trying to do and i one i like the guy and i like this film i mm-hmm. think this is his this is his magnum opus. This is yeah. what he really wanted to put out there. So for me, I, I, I'm just gonna go base off the theatrical cut because that's what you guys watched. So I'm gonna go buy it because I did buy it.
0: Hey fucking, I. Hey. All right, so we got a solid buy it. Yeah. On the theatrical cut. Interesting. And then that's we fucking got interesting, a... man. That's fucking yeah, the
3: interesting man. Mister, so i kinetic- writing...
2: on- How about you, buddy? What are you thinking about this?
3: Me? Well, I'm glad you asked because I was looking forward to telling you how I felt about it, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um I've talked about uh this whole time already. Like I, you know, it's I'm not a, a big war movie guy. Um I don't think there was anything you know, we we talked about plenty about what what you know the the slight misses here or there. So I really like the actors. Uh Lee Marvin, obviously. I thought he was fucking Pretty damn flawless. Um Luke Skywalker, great. <laughs> it, like it just the 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 guy who played Vinci, Bobby. What is it? De, De Chico.
2: Yeah, Bobby is De Ciccio.
3: Uh really liked him. The uh, uh Zab. Zab was great. Like it just the 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 characters were fantastic. Like that 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 I feel like is one of the really solid strengths of the movie is uh how how strong these characters appear on screen um for me this is a this is a a a very solid rent it and uh if you if you are a war movie person if you're like i just love war movies then this is fucking definitely for you and you may even rate it a little higher if you just just you know want to watch a good film in it that in the house at night you say, Hey, what what, what should I watch next? Uh I'm kind of feeling like a war. Oh, you know what? I'll rent it and I'll give it a watch.
0: So that's where I'm landed.
2: Cool. Nice. Heiderberg, how about you, buddy?
0: Uh yeah. So for me, um <clears throat> some pros. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. I think there's a good mix of uh characters in this one. Like you said, John, there's some really um I do like the core group that we get. Uh you know the guys they're varied enough and they're not overly done they're not tropey they're not like cardboard cutouts of archetypes so much um i think they they feel genuine i think sarge is a genuine character i like his character he's got some complexity to him um i think it's shot really well there's some good cinematography there's some good settings i like the settings uh there's some like on location setting uh set pieces that look great and then there's some stuff that could be uh maybe you know stages or whatever but um it looks good i don't know uh i think like it's a well-crafted film i do like the moments in like sicily too like on the streets uh, and the steps and like the. i just i, I think there's some really cool moments there Another, i really like the take of seeing like the perspective of the enemy as well as our guys i think it gives the film a different feel like it gives it a depth i wish they leaned in more on that which it sounds like they did in that other film, I don't know if I wanted that necessarily like I don't know if I want that guy's story. Um, but to see like different groups of soldiers sort of like randomly and their takes or like you know what they see when they're going up against our heroes, maybe, or I don't know. There's um you can do a cool story that way. And this this film leans that way a little bit, but it doesn't really like uh use it as much obviously it sounds like they cut a lot of that out so i don't know maybe i'll have to check out that fucking three hour version i wish there was like a moment where i could just watch the hour version <laughs> yeah i just want to just I, let me i'll watch the hour the version of all the extra stuff just show me that
2: all, all the missing scenes. i don't want to
0: watch this the movie again though i want to watch okay, just the now, scenes.
2: now if you buy the blu-ray you can just watch the deleted scenes
0: i don't know i don't know that's a lot of pressure <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. I don't know, but anyway. So uh, speaking of pressure, uh, I think the film like it follows these men to like these several different theaters of war. I do like that, like these different theaters that they go to. Um, it's cool to kind of see them get shuffled around. I do kind of wish we got moments of in between. Uh, they kind of just move from mat- the one piece of the map to the next area of the map, and then and then they dropped in. Um, but I, you know, because it's a two hour film, I think they could have done more with some of the time. Yeah. cut some of these things out that we think are negatives or just you know shorten the length of them i think there's uh i do like the adventurous nature though that they're on like um i just like i said i like the set pieces i like them moving around and just kind of regrouping and like i said there's moments of like celebration here and there in between that they keep having uh there's kind of like a formula to the movie a little bit not like a bad in a bad way per se but I do have some cons though man uh, like some of the fighting just isn't cohesive and i think the scenes the way they're choreographed i don't think they're choreographed that well uh the war scenes they're just like they're chaotic but like more than they need to be it's almost because they're not they're not planned properly you know what i mean there's other war movies i've seen that just do war way better you know Yeah. okay uh the editing could be an issue too the, that could be why some of those scenes don't gel for me the editing and this is not it's it's not the best there's moments of just like really sloppy editing and then there's some pretty good moments too uh it's this this movie's like i feel a lot of different ways about it because there's things i do like about it and then there's things that where i feel it drops the ball and takes me out of the things that i do like i like i don't love how they tried to make lee marvin look 20 or 30 ish in the beginning <laughs> like, he's a 50 year old man like it just doesn't just hire a younger actor and just say that this is him that shit yeah. really
3: bothered you, bro.
0: <laughs> well, it's just sloppy <laughs> filmmaking. In my yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's just like, dude, you, there's an easy workaround.
3: For sure. Yeah, it's nice just
0: weird. like, come on. he's. I get it. You want Lee Marvin to be your star in this film. I get that. Like, right. I understand that. You, there's a way to do that without making him try and trick. I don't want to be tricked. You know what I mean? Like, give me the movie magic. That's trickery, but it's done elegantly. Right. But this totally. is just, just like, hey here's lee marvin in black and white you're just gonna believe he's 22 it's like no nah, dog he doesn't look 22 at all bro he looks
2: now i will say even when he was in his like his like early days he looked like an old man he looked
0: older in the black and white scenes <laughs> than he does when they go to color he looks younger. Like, huh.
2: Whenever we do like because we're gonna do like the wild one like when he was like in his 30s yeah, he's got a he grizzled looks... face
0: Yeah, he sort of got like that look that we described with uh, what's his name a little bit, um, the night slasher uh, Brian Thompson. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. he's got Uh, like a weathered face. You know, he
0: looks old. He's got like, uh, yeah, you could see the age on his face and like the years in in his skin. So, I he's got a great look though. Um, But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the editing I mentioned, Lee Marvin's age. uh, I'm not a huge fan of the score to be honest. It just,
1: it there's moments
0: where it just wasn't doing what it needed to do, man. It didn't do the damn thing. It just didn't do it. Ah, uh, that also brings me to the film's tone. It's not really quite my style for a war film. It's just not what I want from, it plays for laughs a little too much in my opinion. Uh, the emotional impact or visceral nature that I like from my war movies, it's missing here uh, for me. I like those. Uh, they, I, I know you told me, don't think, don't go into it expecting Saber, Prime, Ryan. I'm not, but there should be some moments, that, even the, the action scenes, they're just not, It. I don't know. It like, mm-hmm. just doesn't okay. do it for me as much. Uh, the film's tone is just like I said, it's all over the place for me. And that's the moment that's the main thing that bothers me about this film is that the tone switches up a lot. It's tough to follow. Um I just like I don't love this one as much as I'd want to. But it's got good decent acting. Like the acting's good. That never took me out. The characters, like everybody did their thing with those characters. Uh, I feel the brotherly relationship with everybody and I'm along for the ride. I do like it. I just think that that there's moments of tone and and the stakes and stuff like that could have been, I don't know. There's, I, it's like a mishmash of tonal things with this movie. Yeah. That kind of take me out of it. The The comedy stuff doesn't land for me. And it's like undercuts moments of seriousness. I want those serious moments. Cause there's some heartfelt moments here with the kids and there's so much good stuff, but then it's undercut by stuff that just really just takes me out as far as like war movies go. Um, so with that said, I'm giving I'm going to give the big red one. I'm going to give it a watch the trailer slash rent it. OK, for right. me, it, it's it's not like a total like fucking dumpster fire or anything. By all means, I think you should check it out. You like war movies, check it out. It's just yeah. not high on the spectrum for me as far as like war movies. There's so many better ones, in my opinion.
2: Sure, sure. See, I like. see this is this is what yeah. I like. I'm we're glad all I all, saw it, though. We're all in a different we're all in a different, different spectrum. This yeah. for me, it, this hit me at a certain point where I was like, oh, damn, this is a really interesting war film. Yeah, yeah. You guys are not as high on it. That's great. When did you
0: I see this rock. film for the first that. time? What's that? When did you see this film for the first time?
2: It's been a couple of years.
0: Oh, that was okay. I thought maybe you maybe so pretty it recent. A lot younger.
2: Yeah. So now, no, no. I, I. So I watch a lot of war films, and like I said, what I was talking about at the beginning, where you know, there's a lot of war films. that's like, especially when it comes to World War II films. Man, mm. there's a lot of similarities in them. And this to me felt very different, and I think well, that's. I mean, what I'm just as a veteran, that,
3: but... too, you know, you probably it's probably easier for you to kind of to to appreciate these films a lot more. You yeah, know? I, maybe so, maybe that
2: plays into it as well. Hmm. This just for whatever reason, it, one, I'm a fan of Lee Marvin, and yeah, Lee yeah. Marvin loves this film. He loved yeah, that yeah. he did this, and at the same time, it's that he is like this is a very realistic portrayal of like what it was to. Totally. And everything like from all, like, I'm not a combat veteran. I am a veteran, but I'm not a combat veteran. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But all my friends are combat veteran, the military, army, Navy, whatever. hmm And they all say like, you know, this is a film that really speaks to them. And so for me, I, it just, it hit me in the right place.
1: Sure.
2: And, but like I said, if you are, if you are expecting a certain type of war film, and I see, like, why maybe it's not for you guys, and but but this is what I love about our podcast. Yeah, is that I might be high on something, but you guys aren't, or vice versa. Like, it could yeah. be all over the place, and that's what I love. It's okay, I you know, it doesn't hurt my feelings. In, in, no, it, it, yeah, it's a it's but yeah, yeah it's, it's about a, the it's
0: cinema. It's horror, about. You know what I mean? the exposure i I wanted to
2: introduce this film that i love to you guys and if you don't like it that's okay
0: no but it's great to hear a discussion of why you love it and what the things are and to hear each other's opinions you know i mean uh, it sounds like i'm on one end a little bit you're on the other end and john's a little bit in the middle
2: yeah and well and what was great too is because through because we were going to be doing this film I found the reconstruction. I found this like other version of the film that was meant to be out there. Right. And it just made it, to be honest, it made me love this film even more, but, sure. uh, and I, I would be curious to see if you guys ever do watch the reconstruction version, if you would change your minds, maybe you mm-hmm. never watch it. That's okay. But yeah,
0: that's maybe the just tell me, mind. you just tell me what happens.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> at the very least the DVD or the Blu-ray was very cheap
1: yeah, yeah. So it looks they looks like nice.
2: you have a section where they just show you the deleted scenes and so you get extra right. content
0: okay cool. but right, so yeah that's big red one
2: yeah we all have other projects here oh uh, wait
0: no no before that we got next week's pick
2: oh yeah what's what's going on that because next we do week's other pick movies. is my
0: pick rob what i know. what are we doing we did yours now it's my turn
2: What's your You're turn? You're greedy, what? dirty, rotten yeah, dog. trying
0: to skip my turn.
2: No, I was not trying to skip
0: your turn. <laughs> yeah. what I'm is sorry your, that what I didn't enjoy Big Red 1 as much
2: as you wanted me you to. Know. What I'm doing, I'm you don't like here. a guy's
0: movie, dude? Fuck your
2: pick. Yeah, bro.
0: Fuck your pick. We're skipping. We're going, we're to, going to do
2: the reconstruction of the Big Red 1 next week. Is that what we're is that what That's we're going Yeah, right? we're going to do that. Right.
0: I got three hours on my hands to do that. <laughs> I'm just going to watch it from front to back again. Uh no, next week is my pick, and we will be covering the bleak apocalyptic film *The Road* from 2009, based on the Cormac McCarthy book of the same name.
2: Yes, you I'm know, looking forward so, to this. I've never seen it.
0: Yeah, uh, you've seen it, John? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, uh, love, too.
3: love Vigo. Read the book. That's yep.
0: true. That's true. We did. Uh, that's right. You did mention that. Yeah, Vigo's great. So yeah, next week we'll be covering that. Uh, I don't know where it's streaming right now, but. Even if I did, by the time you listeners hear this, it'll Amazon. be like a month later. Two yeah, months later. <laughs> if you're reading this, yeah. it's too late. It'll be online.
2: Yeah, as far as I know, right now it's running on Amazon.
0: All right, cool. And then next, yes, uh, Rob, you are correct. We do. We all have our own little projects outside of the Cinemigos.
2: Heidelberg, where can they find you? You have you have another project, I guess, out there, right?
0: i do i have a uh successful uh just huge uh horror podcast no, i'm just kidding uh yeah i have a horror podcast with uh it's called the cut above horror review it's me and uh two other uh, hosts john and jacqueline my co-hosts uh each week we rate and review a horror film uh this last month in october but you're not going to hear this in october but we covered like all of romero films uh his well, most of his zombie films it was really awesome uh so yeah check us out um we're on instagram at a cut above one word dot horror underscore review we're on uh x at uh cut above horror we're on facebook at uh cut above colon uh no um yeah right colon yeah horror review yeah um and uh yeah you can catch us on all the podcatchers out there uh rob what about you you uh you have a another podcast correct
2: yeah i do actually uh it's called circle of jerks oh, so you you can jerk. on youtube we do a weekly live stream on Tuesdays called Nocturnal Transmissions. Uh, you can uh, reach us on Instagram, Circle of Jerks Podcast, or on X uh, at Podcast CoJ. Uh, we just we actually have a few new episodes that we have uh, Peeping Tom with uh, one of your guys, uh, Heidelberg, John. He came on our show and talked about Peeping Tom.
3: Oh, the other John, huh? The other the John, other, yeah. That,
2: the fake john right with the h the
0: fake john, yeah john.
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he listens to the show too so
2: yeah it's like john we love you thank yeah, you for it, thank you for plugging the show as you do you you are a big supporter for the Cinemigos. we love you um but yeah we 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 talk about all things um we do movie reviews but we do all, we do a bunch of other stuff on on circle of jerks we 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 do it all hmm. uh john the other john our john you do some stuff. What do you do, buddy?
3: Uh, well, I do not have a podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay. I love video games. I fucking love them. Old ones, new ones, you name it, I'll beat it. Uh, twitch.tv/slash kinetic onslaught o n s l o t. Um, and uh, yeah, I just play
0: old NES games. Ah, uh, yeah, you do. I just queued in the other now. day. You were playing Double Dragon, right? One, yeah, oh, yeah. we're on Double That's Dragon. right
2: now. Oh my god, I've never beaten that game. A
0: that knee, that Double Dragon knee, is so boss, dude. Yeah, snatching them by the
2: I head. Gotta, <laughs> whap, 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 <laughs> like I got to get out on that and see if you beat it. Oh, yeah. dude, we'll you beat it. it.
3: It's a fun, it's a good time. I I, I love it. Uh, the whole premise of the of the stream is. You know, for old people who played NES games and are nostalgic for that, want to see that, you can come by and uh, you can you can pick a game and
0: we'll play it. Yeah, it's fun. Check them out.
2: Well, Heidelberg, if people are a fan of our show, where can they find
0: Ah, uh, That's a good question, Rob. I hope they are a fan of our show. Uh, we we love our fans. And if they want to check us out on social media, they can check us out on Instagram at cinemigos, uh, one word, underscore, podcast. And where else,
1: Rob?
2: On X, they can find us at Tres T-R-E-S-C-I-N-E-M-I-G-O-S. And remember, killing insane people is not good for public relations. But killing sane people is okay? That's right.
3: Where are your badges?
0: Badges? We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you
1: any stinking bushes.